dead, dead fucking serious. Dead, dead serious. His production, Calamari's production, dips after Call of Duty comes out. Like he went from averaging. This is based off fantasy fantasy points, but I'm also gonna take a look at it from a different angle as well, as far as the team's performance because they also tanked right around week twelve. Week twelve is typically I mean, around what month, gentlemen? What what month? November. Okay, and that's when the new map packs come out or they drop a new game. They typically drop stuff around that time of the year. And that ain't the only thing that drops. His productivity does the exact same thing. And if your quarterback's productivity drops, especially in the cold months, you're looking at either a lot of close games or a lot of losses. So you so you saying Arizona Arizona was correct in putting that damn clause in his contract because of this? Yes. Let me hit his ignis shit. <laughs> Let me hit no, his. I'll this be honest. If I'm, shit. Uh, all right, I played the same position Colin played. Yeah. Right. It's the most. Hold on, talk about Kelly. You ain't playing no damn quarterback. Yes, I did. No. It's the most. It's the most, bro. It's the most studious position on the field. I was better at the end, but it's the most. It is the most studious position on the field. Dog, dog. So if you don't, I'm dead serious. So if you're not staying up to date on what you're looking at, what you're going to be seeing, if you don't, like you're sitting there telling people who you're watching film, and then you go out there and you can't seem to get past their base defense, that lets me know that something wasn't happening. It wasn't on the coaching staff. It wasn't on your O-line. It's on whoever touched the ball every play. And outside of the center, that's his short ass. So if his productivity dips in the months that we're talking about, then clearly something's playing the role here. Now, granted, is he a big gamer? And that's the one question I had to ask when I first heard about it. Is he oh, a big Ky- gamer? Kyle, I was like, Kyle you know what? Be on, hey, Kyle exactly. He's on. He's on an esports team. Yeah. The only team he need to give a damn about between the months of August and January is the damn Arizona Cardinals. So that's it. All right, that's so, what. That's what matters in between those months. So look, hey. So what's more warranted then? Because Oh, I just started recording, so we kind of just jumped right into it. I ain't even do no introductions, cause yeah, fuck it. But, uh, but look, <laughs> um, top notch production, ladies and gentlemen. You said what? Well, real quick. Oh Kelly, yeah, top, Mike, top Corey, all three of us are here. Boom. Yeah. Yep. Off the sticks. We're doing this thing two times a week, Tuesdays, Thursdays. Recording. Bang. Now back to what we was actually Boom. talking that's, about. That's that's the intro right there. Top notch production. Right yeah. Hey, look. <laughs> Look, we need to trademark that top-notch production. But look, um, okay. So Kyler got the gaming joint, the gaming uh, clause in his contract. Zion got the weight clause in his contract. Which one is worse? <laughs> so, so wait, wait. So look, so you got one team telling you that, yo, you're not dedicated to the craft as much as we want you to. You got another team saying, we think you a fat ass. So. Which one, which one is worse? They both are bad, but they're both warranted in my eyes. They're both warranted. Mm. I already told you about Kyler. The reason I say Zion's is warranted, his weight was the reason why he couldn't get on the court this year. Because his weight put more strain on the actual injury that he had. 
So he couldn't I mean, get back on the floor because he was too chunky to start off with. I mean, his weight gonna always gonna always be the reason that he shouldn't be Shaq's weight. At, he's not Shaq's height. Three hundred plus pounds is for someone who is seven foot or bigger or a football player. Like I can see you being six seven, three twenty, playing guard in football, not playing small four, power four in the NBA. Yeah, that's not gonna cut it. And on top of that, the NBA has never been faster. Can we agree with that? Mm-hmm. So how many fat primary ball handlers or Jeez. primary hey, scoring options him are fat, there are yo. in the league? He is fat. <laughs> He's a fat guy who can jump. He's an oxymoron. I, I get it. He is a one-of-a-kind. He is, I he is understand one of a kind. that. Yeah. He's a one-of-a-kind. Actually, I ain't going to say one-of-a-kind because Charles Barkley was the same damn way. But Chuck, yeah. for everything that he had, was explosive, and he didn't really balloon in weight until he got to Houston, and he was old, and he set up for mid-range jump shots. Hey, but so when he was in Philly and early on in Phoenix, so bro was like that. Hey, Corey, Corey, you, you the exercise science guy. I mean, like, Zion weight, like... I mean... Can't... Like, like, but, yeah, can, like, break that down. Like, can he maintain it? You know what I'm saying? Like, well, he's got a big frame, so like, he can maintain, like, from a just from a non-athletic standpoint, he can maintain a good size amount of weight. Right. As in regards to athletics, especially like with you, like basketball, right? Mm-hmm. Especially when you're like you're exploding, like you're jumping, like your your feet. Your knees, your ankles, your feet, and your hips, they take the brunt of that explosiveness, right? So you can add, you can, you can have that weight as long as you lift, like you're you're working out, you're lifting pretty heavy to to sustain that weight. But everybody, like there's there's always a um uh, um like a, a middle ground, a um a, a section of body weight that we all can carry, right? Mm-hmm. That, that that our bodies are built to carry, right? I think Zion. What was his highest? I think they said he was his heaviest was near three hundred pounds or something like that. So, so he like, came. So he came in. He came into the league. Now nah, he came into the league at two eighty five. I right. think. I think now they got him listed at like two ninety four. I think the last time I seen his weight was like two ninety four. Okay, so I would say that's probably too heavy. To me, a, a good sweet spot would be around maybe 270, 265, 270 maybe. At 6'6"? Six, six? Well, look look at look at his build, though. Like, he's a he's a stout, like, sturdy, heavily built guy. Like, he's not a Michael Jordan 6'6". Six, six. Like, Michael Jordan was a, was a yeah. lean body 6'6". Six, six. Yeah, 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 facts. Zion is a built 6'6". Six, six. So he can, he can withstand that level of weight. It's just, you know being able to maintain your weight training. Cause like if, if you get, obviously if you get too heavy, then your entire productivity, your body slows down. So like there's a sweet spot. Like I'm not his, like I'm not his exercise scientist or his nutritionist, but like he has a sweet spot that he's got to be able to maintain. Um, But yeah, like if you, if you're in new Orleans, like that's your, that that's your franchise. Like when Anthony Davis left, like that was a wake up call. Like, okay. If AD don't want to be here, we have to make sure we protect Zion and we make things great for Zion as possible. But Zion also has to understand as the young athlete has the face of the franchise. Mm-hmm. You got to do your part. 
Like you have to like at the end of the day, the 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 least you can do is maintain your good body weight and practice. Right. That's 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 like the bare minimum. Right. Why? So, why is why y'all think Zion is uh, the franchise of the Pelicans though? Like, like why frame it that way? Because like, I understand it from a you know number one pick. You know they traded AD for all of them picks and everything like that. Like Zion, how how much of a megastar he was like before school and everything. But to me, on the floor, Brandon Ingram is their franchise. Like I was about to, say, it's to, to me. If you look, if you look at like the Pelicans play, um, and they're gonna be nice because now that they got CJ, they're gonna be nice, um, you know, with a, for for a whole year or whatever. But like Brandon Ingram, Brandon Ingram, like he Zion is just is like he's just a uh like a like a a heavy like a heavy slasher kind of kind of dude he ain't about to shoot nothing for real he ain't all his points about to come off the block and lower but bi a hey, brand, brandon on the ingram, line, i'm not giving it to zion it's hey, going brand, to be brandon ingram brandon ingram is like i hate to use this comparison because y'all know how i feel about this dude but he like another he like mini kevin durant like he just not bitch made like him you know what i'm saying but he like mini kevin durant that's because he's from north carolina you feel me? I I didn't yeah. wait, wait. I didn't say Brandon Ingram was great. I, I say I say he. No, I'm, I'm just I'm just saying he not bitch made because he's from North Carolina. But hey, Kevin Durant ain't from DC. He he is from <laughs> Maryland. <laughs> he he is from. Hey, look, you will not put KD on me. Hell no. Hell no. I, hey, I did not say that he was from DC. That man is from that. Maryland. Yeah, I'm just saying. Super. I'm just saying. Man's from North Carolina. But to speak back on Zion's fat ass, this, <laughs> is, this is according to hoopshype.com, okay? So All right. clearly they follow my hoops. According to sources, Zion is at 330 pounds currently. God damn! Which bro. puts him among the heaviest players in NBA history. Shaq ain't right, playing no bro. damn 330. Shaq played uh, his Come heaviest on, was man. 306 from what I remember. 330? Damn, yo, bro. They need him at two sixty. You know how I lost all my weight? I was three ten. I'm two fifty five now. You want to know how I lost my weight? Took my black ass to Amazon. No, I I started eating right, but I started working at Amazon, and I the weight just dropped off. See, I don't know. I don't know if Zion got like, and Corey, this is more your field, but I don't know if Zion got like. Water weight. I feel like water weight is what drops off. You know what I'm saying? Like when you just go walking and stuff. I feel like that drops off. Like if if the weight is like muscle bound, I don't. You know what I'm saying? I don't think you can just drop that. Pants worth of muscle though. Right. I mean, he probably just like fluffy at Duke. Yeah. 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 I mean, he's just not. I mean, I I don't think I say he just probably likes to eat. No, he enjoys his food. (laughs) You know, no, like I'm saying, like you gotta understand, like some people eat to cope, right? Like, like eating can be like a person's primary coping mechanism, just like alcohol. I just like, don't know how right. bad his life could be that he's gonna eat himself out of the league. Like he gonna, I mean, he gonna fuck around and Trent Richardson himself. Or now, what I was mean, your boy for the um for the Packers? That that Eddie Lacy. He gonna Eddie, Eddie Lacy. Lacy. <laughs> Eddie Lacy. I mean, shoot, man, I don't know about like. Yeah, I, that's the only thing I can say. He love, he enjoys his food, but you know, 
you know, like they say, you play the you most people say you play the sport for free. You get paid to do all the extracurricular stuff, like taking care of yourself. And like, I don't know, man. I think it's just a mindset thing. Like, I think once he just makes his mind up, okay, like I gotta get my body in shape. And also too, like the injury, we don't know how that played a part in his Facts. gaining weight. So Facts. I don't. So you know that I'm, I'm sure that definitely played a part. And like. Trust I'm 100% yourself. sure that the Pelicans who know they were hinging their entire damn franchise on this guy told him you're going to have to work at keeping the weight off while you're hurt. I mean... You're going to have to. Yeah. yeah that's no one why, told that's... me that mess when I got hurt in high school. I got moved from skill positions to the damn defensive line because I packed on so much weight. But but look, that, that's, what, that's why I asked, like, hey, which clause, which contract clause is worse? Because, like, Kyler's uh, Kyler's is just hey you play video games too much. Zion is like, yo, you fat <laughs> like you know like I, uh, I'm gonna keep it a buck. Kyler's means more right now because right now the Cardinals are in position to make they can make a run if he focuses because they showed last year that when they are running on all gears or turning and going in one motion together, they are a dangerous football hey, team. Killer, but the see? minute that one car goes out of place, it throws the entire team out of whack. Because killer, for did, a 10-week killer. period, they were the best team in football. Hey, did you see New Orleans once they traded for C.J. McCollum? New Orleans shot mm-hmm. up the standards. Like, like so with Zion on the floor, they also in position too. You know what I'm saying? Like, like they, they could be in the same spot. You know what I'm saying? So do you um, have them? All right. So, so just kind of put in the same situation here. Okay. Arizona, completely healthy. Kyler, his PlayStation, Xbox, whatever he games on, got thrown down a flight of stairs and no longer exists. And he's not going to buy another one to the offseason. Yeah. hundred percent focus on football. Yeah. Chances that they win the Super Bowl. Are they higher or lower than the Pelicans' chance to go to the NBA Finals? Not win it, are, are the Cardinals, go to the Finals. Are the Cardinals' chances higher or lower? Higher or lower than the Pels' chances with a in-shapish Zion. We're saying two, he, they want him at 260. I'm going to give him 285 because he's fat. So Zion, Zion at 285. Zion at 285 and a totally focused collar. Which team sees more success this year coming up? This year, mm-hmm. oh, in my opinion, the Pelicans. D Hop is suspended. D Hop is suspended the first six games. D Hop is suspended. I forgot about the suspension. D Hop is suspended the first six games, so that okay. so that's gonna play a part. Matter of fact, let me keep this conversation going. I'm gonna take a look at something real fast. Yeah, right, let me let me say this. Uh, I think Kyler's clause is worse. Because Me too. I'm I'm looking at it at the standpoint of people people already knock you because you're you're small. And I think most people, most fans recognize that the quarterback position in football might be the most important position in all of sports. And when you're already walking out a door at a disadvantage in terms of size, hey, if it were me. I'm like, okay, my brain has to be obviously aside from like my arm strength and my my ability to to scramble and whatnot, but my brain has to be my number one asset. Like I need to know where I need to put this ball with rouse to play, like because I'm already coming in at a quote unquote disadvantage. So like if you're telling me I don't prepare enough, I I, I play video games too much, and and I play that position, man. No, I, I for me, 
that's that's something I I can't like no you ain't yeah. you ain't gonna say that about me no yeah not to that. me to me Kyler's uh, contract clause is worse because simply because like his clause is making a statement about his work ethic mm-hmm. I can't even see that what is that I got the Cardinal schedule pulled up so that's kind of want to run through this oh week but, one um, they got the ho- hold week up hold up hold up mm-hmm. but um no so like with Kyler like. His clause, it talks about his work ethic as a professional athlete. Like there is, there is your own, your own team is saying you don't work hard enough. Um, that is a bigger deal to me than your team saying we want you to cut down on weight. Like Zion can be as big as he is, but still be, you know, putting in the work ethic. You know what I'm saying? Um, so there's the the perception piece now. The flip side is Zion's weight could limit him to like 50 games a year. You know what I'm saying? On a good year. But um, I, I would probably, from from an optics from an optics standpoint, I, I would rather have the Zion clause personally. Because it's yeah. the, well, both of them, oddly enough, are two things that could be totally controlled by the player. And personally speaking, I would find it easier for myself. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I even think, as think, a gamer, to put the controller down, then it's easier for me to put the plate down. Just being hundred percent honest. Weight, weight is weight is more is more of a wild card than um than gaming. Like it's not, you, but like weight is not in your control as much as how often you play video games is. Like, I believe Kyler, if he just took an extra hour to watch film, I think it wouldn't. I think that clause wouldn't matter. Now, granted, they did take it out of his contract. Listen to listen to what you. But listen to what you. I still believe it's it it was a worthwhile one. If they know that's the case. Listen to what you just said, though. Like, Mm -hmm. why he is the quarterback of the team. The the Super Bowl pretty much is on his back, or, or the Super Bowl chances are pretty much on his back. Why do you need to say if he puts in an hour of film study? Like that should all that should already be inherent. You know what I'm saying? Like that's why his is worse. Like it, like it's like your skills is only going to get you, but so far when you're going up against everybody else who just who just as good and better than you, like that that shit might have worked at high school. It might have worked in college. Where I don't think it will. Everybody well, else, then but. again, it, I think it could have worked in college because he went to he played in a conference that had no defenses. Yeah, that's what I said. Like he probably could, he probably could, he probably could, um, could pass. He could pass for for that. Like, like he could have that lack of work ethic in college and still have success because, like, yo, he at the end of the day, he was just more talented than everybody else. But the NFL, that's everybody is elite. <laughs> like, even the bench warmers were like some of the most elite athletes in college on their team. You know what I mean? So like, everybody is kind of at their height or whatever. So. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't think Cali can't get away with just raw, with just raw talent. You know what I'm saying? So that's what killed Cam's career, yeah. leaning hard on raw talent instead of needing to sharpen his skills. But you said you wanted to go through the Cardinals, to the Cardinals yeah, first just, six just games. the first six, just the first six. All right, week one, Chiefs. I think across the L. board, we all agreed that was going to be an L, even with D Hop. I think that was going to be an nah L. with D Hop. I would have gave him a W. All right, then you got the Raiders. I think that's going to be hell as well. Rams, that's hell. All right, here comes the win streak. Panthers. 
yeah. I wouldn't necessarily I wouldn't necessarily say that that, that, that starts a win streak. That's I, I give that, I give them that. I'll, that's a track. I game. give them I'll give them a win over the Panthers. I will give them because they still don't. The Panthers don't know what the hell they're doing at quarterback. Yeah, yet. I'm not a fan of Matt Rule at all, man. I, oh, I, I'm, I'm not either. So I'm, out. I'm not. I'm he, not a he calls a he calls a bad game. Like he calls a very bad game. Like yeah. a couple of, I think three of their closest games last year. Two of them being against the Saints. Both of those should have been wins for the Panthers last this year. This is what I'll say. This is what I'll say. That was I'm not, I'm not saying Arizona won't beat the Panthers. What I'm saying is without D-Hop, the Panthers are a trap game in the same way that Denver was a trap game for Dallas last year. But we ain't talking about my team, so we can keep on going. Eagles. Oh, that's a – whoa. That's mm-hmm. close, man. You see, now you really got to think about it because the, the Cardinals – they don't only have D Hop. That's they're still D. Nah, they got Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk, the number two. Who else they got? Hollywood Brown. He ass. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is Holly, Holly, Hollywood Brown ass. He's he he's he's ass if he's your one or your two. But if he's your three, maybe even your four. Then... Hey, Hollywood Brown ain't nothing but but a worse. He he's a watered down Mike Wallace. This is not incorrect. And Mike and Mike Wallace was not good. He had two good years. Yeah, I know both of them were with Big Ben. So you feel me? So like mm-hmm. Hollywood Brown is like a worse version of him. And no disrespect to Mike Wallace. Like Mike Wallace was fast as shit. He just won that good. He won that he he won that good for a long period of time. But um that Philly, that Philly game, I'd probably get at the Arizona. Yeah. All right. So we're saying so game. so right now we're at two and three. Yeah. Yeah. We're at two and, and I'm three pretty right sure. Everyone knows they're going to win this next one against the Seahawks. They are the worst team in football by roster. They are trying to – when Drew Locke is your starting quarterback and the battle is him and Geno Smith. Uh, Yeah, no, no. They, yeah. they, so, no they, they, the, they've they, already they, – they've given so, it all up. So, so – That's why – So, yeah, no, so I, so I agree in the first six weeks they'll go three and three. But then that – after that, you're looking at Saints, Vikings, Seahawks again, Rams, Niners, Chargers. It turns into a murderous row. I believe that so, this team can so when win you, ten, but they so, have to so when get you, three of these first six. So, so when you ask me about the chances, who has better chances between um, the Seahawks or between the Cardinals and the Pelicans? I'm like, yo. The Pelicans with a healthy, with a healthy and a two eighty five Zion, I I can see them winning forty eight to fifty games. Mm-hmm. With the, the the Cardinals this year, we're looking at like ten or eleven wins. Not, but look at the division that they in. Like, like they division ain't easy. You know what I'm saying? No, it's not mm-hmm. an easy one. They, they division ain't best easy. division in all of football. You know what I'm saying? Like they yeah, they division ain't easy. So um, you know, I, I yeah, I don't know. I would take I would still take the Pelicans. I don't think three and three, I don't think three and three the first three weeks, the first six weeks gonna be enough. So yeah, I think that, it will I think it will be, but I still think they could probably steal one. If they can steal one, I believe it will probably be the KC game because there's too many moving pieces on KC's side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, anytime you are now moving your tight end to your basically a wide receiver one position, yeah, 
it doesn't really set your offense up to be explosive on the outsides, regardless of who they are. Oh, wait, so your tight end should not be your your wide receiver one option, which is what Kelsey is. That means it de- that means you're you're sacrificing your ground game because you don't have outside options. You talking about Kansas City? Mm-hmm. Hey, look, uh, we we not about to break down Kansas City like they on like they on the cusp of losing. Kansas I'm City not saying that. I'm not up. saying hey. they're a terrible team by Kansas, any stretch. Kansas City, about but to win I'm it. saying they are now way more mortal than they were over the past two to three years. Man, that ain't true. They just that, as mortal. Dude, they just, no, just be, be, no, keep it a hundred. Keep it a hundred. No, keep it a hundred. Keep it a hundred. Listen, listen. <laughs> keep it a band. Listen, listen. When you Hold see up. them on your schedule. Over the last two to three seasons, you saw Kansas City on your schedule. You were like, yeah. shit, that's going to be a oh. You if were thinking I, just don't get blown out was the first if, thought was if don't get I blown see, out. If I see Casey on the schedule now, I'm saying shit. I'm like, I'm, it's the same thing. Because, look, at the end of the day, Casey, Casey was never immortal. Like, they had Tyreek Hill. They had, the, the difference between them, them now and, and before was they had Tyreek Hill. Out of four years, they only won one Super Bowl. So it wasn't they, they were like they was this, this invincible ass team. Like when you see them on the schedule, you still fear they ass. You wanna know why? Because they still got they still got Kelsey, they still got Mahomes, they still got they got they got them damn running backs. Um um shit. What is his name? Corey, help me out. The running back, KC running back. Um, um, um Clyde Edward Hilaire. Clyde Edward Hilaire, yeah. Clyde's that were hilarious. They got they got they still got him. They still got McCole Hardman. They still got uh, they're like yeah like yo, this is Kansas City. This is like this uh, is like me really, I don't killer, really get killer stop how hey, much kill, kill Kyrie him. Hill opened up the offense kill for them. Him. If you got to worry about a deep threat receiver, the middle of the field is butt naked. Kill that's him. why that's why when perfect example for this when Randy Moss got the New England, the middle kill of the him. field opened let's, up for the tight ends. I'm just Telling you what Killer, I'm saying. Look, you you know you know football. I will never I will never say that you don't know football. But because you know football, you should know that the the thing that made the Chiefs the, the thing that gave the the Chiefs this uh immortal feeling as you put it is is be, is Tyreek Hill's explosiveness. Take away that explosiveness, okay, they're less explosive. They can still move the chains. That's I'm all you got to do. I, I never That's said all that, you they, got to that, do. They are, that they were kneecapped by this, but I'm saying they are not as scary because of it. You know what's funny about I disagree. Because I don't have to roll my I don't have to roll my coverage for Miko Hartman. Hey, I, look, it, look. I don't have to roll coverage killer. for Juju. I don't have killer, to roll killer, coverage for Valdez Scanton. I don't have hey. to roll coverage for anyone but your tight end. Who All effectively that can only take up one area of the field. It's not like you're gonna have him running the fucking post corner. Hey, you're not. Hey, hey, killer, killer. All that shit sounds great, but I just t- I'm gonna tell you this one thing. No matter what team Jordan played for, he ain't he didn't care who was on it. You feared you feared the team that he played for when you when he showed up on the schedule. When Tom Brady, when Tom Brady had them bums in New England and he was taken to the Super Bowl every damn year, and he took trash. Let's be clear, Tom Brady took trash to the Super Bowl in New England. Like, yo, they got Mahomes. Still they gonna always be scary as long as they got Mahomes. Always. Also, I will say they got probably my favorite second round wide receiver in the draft, Sky Moore. Like mm. he can play. 
And I'm not saying he's like a he's a burner like um, Tyreek Hill, but he is going to be very, very productive in that offense. And I don't think you're going to see the exact same Chiefs like from two to three years, but I still think you're going to see an explosive, one of the most explosive offenses in the NFL. It's just going to look differently than it has. Yeah, yeah, like, like, like that's the thing. Killer, you going off the names, Tyreek, the Tyreek Hill, Cheetah. I'm not going off of the name. I'm telling you off of scheme what this does. Hey, I'm I'm gonna tell you right now, the Dolphins, the Dolphins right now with Tyreek Hill playing all 17 games, they ain't gonna make the playoffs. I'm telling you that right now. You just heard it. Hot take. Hot that's take. Moment. The Dolphins suck. That's because the Dolphins got uh got Tunga Valoa as their quarterback. Yeah, Tua at QB. That was the, the problem in the they, first place. Do you know how great? Look, Sammy Watkins needs to stay. Need to get on his knees every night and pray. And be thankful that he had Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes got Sammy Watkins paid. When the last time you Sammy Watkins did anything? Clemson. No. When's the last time Sammy Watkins did anything with Mahomes? Clemson? He ain't done oh. nothing since he left Mahomes. He did nothing before Mahomes. He was a bust. He was uh, his first. His rookie year was pretty good in Buffalo. Yes, his rookie year was good. I don't was even know who was his quarterback. Right. Fitzpatrick in Buffalo. It might have been. I uh, I don't even remember. I think it was, yeah, is it him or EJ's bum ass? Let me see. Uh, EJ Manuel, I don't know, but um, you know, you know my disdain for EJ Manuel. But yeah, but look, if you got Mahomes, I don't care who he got, they scary. The Packers ain't got no receivers. Aaron Rodgers about to get tested. I think we all agree with that. Mm-hmm. Let Green Bay show up on Dallas schedule. I'm pissed. I'm pissed. I like like. It's it's fucking Aaron Rodgers. Discount double check, Mr. State Farm. Discount like, like, yo, Aaron Rodgers be making bums look good. What the hell Randall Cobb do without Aaron Rodgers? And he's on psychedelic drugs now. Sheesh, we might say yeah, he's like on um, DMT. Aaron Rodgers taking uh lean or whatever <laughs> hallucinogenic he he uh it's called, uh, this is it's called DMT. Man, yeah, LSD, whatever the fuck it's called. I don't care what it is. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers showing up to training camp looking like Nicolas Cage and Con Air smoking on some weird shit that make, that's making him hallucinate. He, <laughs> and he's still going to end up throwing for 4,500 yards to a bunch of nobodies. Man, y'all going to laugh when I tell y'all who his rookie um, quarterback was, Sammy Watkins. Oh. Man, they had Robert Woods, too. But um, Yeah, that, Robert Woods came from, uh, yeah, came from Buffalo. Kyle Orton. Oh, yeah, that's I did not remember that. Cowboys, Cowboys, former quarterback, former backup, Romo quarterback. Wasn't he also a quarterback for the Bears for a period of time? Uh, Yep, Yep. sure was. Mm -hmm. Yep, sure was. Hey, Kyle Orton. Yep, he, yep, didn't do anything on the field. Defense was okay, though. But. It's kind of looking back at it. Nigel Bradham, Brandon Spikes, Marcel Darius, Mario Williams. The oldest McKelvin, a very underrated um corner. Steph- Stephon Gilmore was on that team. Hey, look, killer, look, look, look. I, I want I want you to look me in the eyes when I say this right here. I need to see your face first. Do you know how many wide receivers that was bums that Ben Roethlisberger made look good? What the hell you think Patrick Mahomes about to do in KC? McCole Hartman, we know he ain't no trash. McCole Hartman might have a Pro Bowl year. 
Like, like you talk about they not they not as lethal. Shit, they still got Andy Reid. They still got Mahomes. Yes, that's all you need. I just need Andy Reid to put the ball on the ground. Maybe they would have actually, I don't know, made a Super Bowl again had they ran the ball. Who? The Chiefs. Then they were oh. up on the Bengals. Hey, hey, fellas, I'll be right back. I got, I got to take this emergency call. I'll yeah, be right back. You do, hey, do you think? You think? Well, I'm just saying, they just got to put the ball back on the ground. But since we were kind of, you know, bringing up um, a certain player, so to say, we were talking about – talk very shortly about this very terrible football team in the Seattle Seahawks. So wait, 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 before you, before you go into your, into your rant, look, man, you said Seattle is the worst team in the NFL. Possibly. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, cause you, you sounded real adamant about that. You think the Seahawks are worse than the Chicago bears. Who are about to trade Roquan Smith? Come on, yo. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. So wait, let wait. me. You think the Seahawks are worse than the Washington Commanders? Yes, I think they're worse than Washington. That much, I, I, I will, I will, I will die on that. I think Washington will will beat them. Yes. All right, go go ahead with your go ahead with your rant. I know where you're going. The receiver. Right. Go ahead. I, I, I yeah, I've been waiting on this. You've been talking because two. I want to let you slide. Two weeks ago, you said Metcalf was uh was the dumbest the dumbest uh receiver dumbest wide receiver in, in, in all football. in all of the, yeah, in the league. So as a I wide receiver, hear, I need the explanation. As a wide receiver, right? You are tied to your quarterback. Yeah. How good he is? Can he get you the ball? Can he read your situations? And I believe what he's doing to himself is a Randy Moss Oakland kind of a situation where he's taking the bread because it's there on the table, which I get. But trust me, DK is going to get paid regardless of where he was going. I was very, very high on DK Metcalf coming out of Ole Miss. I was very high on DK. Everyone mm-hmm. was, I was shocked he slid. I, I was like, dude, you take that first. You take that kind of receiver First, because of his abilities, I would I was heavy on DK. Loved him coming out. Loved his rookie campaign. Second year even better. Last year was amazing. The bulk of that production was because mm-hmm. of his work ethic, and he had a competent quarterback. There's no way, as a wide receiver, you're gonna get me to tie myself to a franchise that does not have direction and also does not have a QB. And on top of that, I'm going up against three of the best corners in football two times a season. That's mm-hmm. six of my 17 games where I'm going to have a quarterback who I can't trust to throw against the guy that's going to be legit lining up right across from me. So off of this alone, at best, I would have signed a one to two year deal, a one to two year extension. At best, there's no way you get me to log on for four, because so, that means that means you're you're gonna if you're Seattle, you're clapping your hands so hard right now, because you know you got him locked into a deal that's gonna have him looking like Odell in New York. 
So, all right. <clears throat> Seattle has the worst O-line in the NFL. We can agree on that, right? Yeah, I mean, I'll we can agree I'll, on that. Yeah, they they yeah, have yeah, the yeah, worst. Yeah, My Steelers have yeah. a bad one, too. I know what a bad O-line look like. Yeah. Um, they have the worst so, one. So New York's right there with them, too. They have a all right, bad so, O-line. All right, so look. You you saying a lot. Um, I don't think DK stupid because, like, first of all, I hate this idea in sports that every good player got to be competing for a championship all the fucking time. Like, like I I hate this idea. Like we see it in the damn in the damn NBA. I'm pretty sure we're gonna talk about Kevin Durant bitch ass again. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, like we see it in the NBA, everybody every year trying to, trying to switch teams and go play, play for, you know, trying to get easier routes to a championship, all that. Like, I appreciate what DK did because who's to say that Seattle don't have a plan. Like they got, they got rid of Russell Wilson, but let me ask you a question. What has Russell Wilson done? He, he, he went to the Super Bowl twice. He won a Super Bowl. What has he done since? going to that second Super Bowl against New England when he threw that pick. What has he done? What significant thing has he done? He's done he's done nothing except now I'm not now I'm not I'm not calling he's made sugar out of shit because they've never gave him an O line. Making making sugar out of shit gets you what? What you what you get a participation trophy? You get MVP. It gets you retired early from injuries. Like 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 making sugar making sugar out of shit don't get you anything. I'm not sitting here saying Russell Wilson is a bum. I love Russell Wilson. I don't think he's a bum. I'm saying that at Russell Wilson's age, with how long he was in Seattle, and and Russell Wilson, like I said, his age and him being older now. It makes sense that he want to go somewhere where he can compete for another Super Bowl because he's older. D- DK been in the league. He only he only been in the league what three years. Mm-hmm. Like now he is the franchise player, and the team can build around him. The quarterback that Seattle selects next year in the draft is going to be a quarterback that DK Metcalf. That it can that that needs to, that's gonna have to cater to DK Metcalf, you know what I'm saying? Like, like DK is the guy that Seattle is now building around. And so that and so that takes vision. Like Randy Moss, Randy Moss was great, right? How many Super Bowl rings he got? None. None. would you are you saying that Randy Moss is stupid for being in Minnesota as long as he as long as he was? No. Nah, I mean he had a QB. No, he did there. not. Yes, he did. One that could get him the ass. ball. Dante Culpepper was ass before the shoulder injury. Dante Culpepper had one Dante, of the strongest hey, arms hey, in the hey, NFL, hey, which hey, is what you need for Dante, a guy like Randy. Dante Culpepper was ass. He did nothing except roll his damn arms every time he launched the ball in the air. Dante Culpepper did nothing. Dante Culpepper was another. He was just a strong arm, Jamarcus Russell. He was just big, sloppy, slow that could that, that could just launch a ball. Dante Culpepper was trash. Um, but what we gonna we gonna we gonna criticize Randy Moss? So we, we gonna criticize Randy Moss for staying in Minnesota? Come on, yo! Like things like like teams, it takes time and patience for teams to build something. And DK. DK clearly he spoke with them or whatever 
he he agrees with the direction that they're going and we the public we all know what the fuck going on in the clubhouse or whatever so you know what i'm saying like we don't know what their plans are but clearly dk do which is why he signed the extension and so he's about to be the franchise the, the franchise player for the seahawks they're about to rebuild everything through him and while they're doing all of this he's he just became the seventh highest paid receiver in football so he left some he left some meat on the bone for Seattle to do something with with uh, with some more money because what he could have did was say this is the market for receivers I want to be top three because my turn is coming up mm-hmm. he could have did that so I don't think DK Metcalf's stupid I appreciate I appreciate the process and him you know being loyal to the Seahawks sticking with his team. Especially because, like, a hey, DK to to me, DK one of the most heavily criticized NFL receivers in the league. Everybody be talking about DK crying because of this, or he or something because of this. Like, like DK, DK be taking criticism. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I mean he he takes criticism, but he takes it in an old school fashion, which is something I like. Like I said, remember I told you before, I love DK coming out of Ole Miss. I believe the boy was he should have been the first I, receiver off the board. I, yeah, it was I shocking thought, me the thought, other guys. Went. I thought DK Metcalf should have gone top ten. The fact um, that he fell, what was it to the second round? Second round. There's no way that should have happened. Second, second round. Now, when he came out of Ole Miss, and I still remember I was working at Spectrum. I was standing twenty feet at best from my spot. And talking to some guys, Browns fans, Lions fans, I'm like I don't know why y'all passed on DK. Hey, look, like, I appreciate you giving DK his flowers, but what I'm not going to let you off the hook for, you said he is the dumbest receiver in the league because he signed that extension. And, I just can't see myself right here. Like, why? To me, to me, as a football guy, I can't see myself sitting down at a table looking across from the GM, and the GM's like, yes, yeah, son, look. Yeah, we don't have your quarterback right now. Yeah, we have one of the worst old lines, so we can't really run the football. Uh, not really going to get a chance to put it in the air too often because Carson our quarterback's going to take a beating. And Chris on top Carson of that, I think the best we can do for you is Drew Locke. But if you sign right here, I promise you over the next three to four seasons, we will get this thing together. That's so, too much to promise so, me. So listen, where would you have rather, what would you have rather DK do? You said sign a one or two year two extension. Years? One to two year extension to do what? See how it's building, just to see how it's building. See if they're gonna hold true to their promise, and if they're doing that, so that way you don't run into a situation where you're in years three and four, and then either looking for a trade or raising all kind of hell trying to get yourself cut. You take a look, see how it's building. No, I like this process. Let me go ahead, tack three more years onto the end of this. Let's get this shit done. I need to see it before I commit to it. So that makes sense. That's all I'm saying. I need to see more from them. No, that's all not. I've seen that's them not do all you saying. Waste draft picks, not put us. I haven't. What was the last consequential pick outside of DK that they've made? The Seahawks are terrible at drafting. They're, yeah, they're bad at drafting. They're horrible. And they're at not doing that damn great in free agency either because they can't seem to find an O liner who knows how to use two hands and slide his feet. So if that's the case, why would I hitch myself to that? Why would you hitch yourself to the Seahawks? Why? They got because, lucky on they got lucky uh, on Russ. Third round QB. Seriously. Out, outside of Dak and Russ and Tom, not a lot of late round QBs 
actually no time no time out time out actually it's the opposite not a lot of first round qbs turn into these franchise guys it it, it, it just there, started there's a it, lot more first rounders that do than there it, is guys it, who get it, drafted it just, third or it, later it just started happening. It just started happening within like the last five years. If you look at the history of the draft, a lot of the Hall of Fame quarterbacks, a lot of the great quarterbacks were not first round picks. That that is something that is something that has happened more recently because like with sports, as with sports, everything evolves. So like preparation and how you're able how you're able to to prepare for games and stuff, it, that that's evolved. But like. Mid that those second to fourth round quarterbacks are usually your 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 quarterbacks that like have the longevity in the league, not the first round quarterbacks. What I was saying about about DK, I'm not opposed to DK signing a one year, two year extension. What I'm saying is he ain't the dumbest receiver in the league because of that. Like what he did was the Seahawks came to him said we want to make you the franchise player, similar to how. The, the Vikings made Randy Moss the franchise player, and we will build over the over the over the, the length of this contract. We will build this team around you. Hell, hell yeah, I'm signing. Like, where else I'm gonna go? Where else I'm gonna go? At this point, hell, whoever else got the bread in a better situation. But like I said, the bread DK is the like seventh I said, like I said, like I said, receiver. I never said him resigning was the problem. The length of it is the issue for me because I still need to see that somehow this team that doesn't know how to draft, that doesn't sign free agents, how are you going to build something? It's, it's like it's like hiring a contractor to build a house who ain't never touched a fucking brick. He don't know where to get started. Clearly, Seattle don't know where to get started. See, see, because they had an opportunity No, no, I'm not stopping on this one. They had an opportunity to run. Killer. 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 Bro. No. See, the Seahawks drafted Russ, mm-hmm. Lockett, mm-hmm. Sherman. Okay. Earl. Defense, I listen, get. We, they can do stop, defense. Stop, 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 stop. Listen, listen. Earl. Mm-hmm. Cam Chancellor. Mm-hmm. Um, the Chris Carson. Bobby Wagner. Bobby Wagner. Mm-hmm. The other linebacker. Who was the linebacker for the long time in Seattle that was uh, opposite of Wagner? Um, oh, um, what was his name? Oh, fuck. And he was good, so he just wasn't Bobby Wagner good. Oh, what was his name? Um, uh, but, like, let's be clear. The Seahawks, KJ Wright. Yeah, KJ Wright. That's who it was. The, the Seahawks, they aren't like they aren't the best at drafting, but the Seahawks have had some hits in the draft. It's not like it's not like the, the Seahawks just have no knowledge about draft prospects. The, the the worst pick that the Seahawks have had probably in the last four or five drafts is probably the O lineman. What is his name? Effetti or something like that. Yeah like Jermaine Effetti or something like that and and, and he, it's not because he's bad it's because they picked him in the first round when they could have got him in the second mm-hmm. yeah but to Killa's point the last time you can honestly say that the um, the Seahawks made meaningful a meaningful draft pick was 2012 that's with and that was when Pat Car- that's when Pete Carroll was just leaving USC he was leaving there he already knew who Richard Sherman was he had to coach against him he knew who Earl Thomas was because he had to scout him. He knew the, all that talent coming out, that pool of the next four to five years. He knew what that was. But you take a good look at recent history, 
there's nothing there. The so, cabinet so, is empty, my guy. So, Outside of DK, it is empty. Okay, so look, so you make so you made the claim that DK is the dumbest receiver in the league for signing that extension, right? Where would you where would where would you have put D, you want DK where if not Seattle where I'm not saying all right no 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 no, no. Now, so, I, where? I, 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 I will answer that question but I just want to let you know my point was it wasn't him going back to Seattle it was the length of a deal for me that had me like I don't I wouldn't have signed four I would have signed two and then told the front office to prove it to me now to kind of get to your point where would he have gone. Let's see. A place where a very no, talented. No, no, I, no, no, I, give me the team. Give me the team. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm coming up with one right now. I'm thinking of it because I never said he should have left Seattle. It was just the length of the contract. Well, there's a few places I could think. Does cap space matter at this point? Yeah, cap space has to matter. It's mm. solid cap sport. It has to matter. All right. That takes Green Bay off because they never have money. One pick number one would have been Green Bay. Number two, because that would have kept Aaron around. I think he's going to no, be gone. If no, Aaron is kept around. Aaron signed a five-year deal. That's Aaron what. is. So yeah, you know what? He's or he's kept Green around. Bay. Green Bay. I would probably went to Green Bay. Okay. Okay. That's why I wanted you to. That's why I wanted you to say a team. Because this is the problem that I got. Whenever a sport, mainly the NBA and the NFL, whenever a sport has big name stars everybody wants them to go to a team that has to win right now and my point is i appreciate what dk did because what dk is doing is saying i'm gonna stay loyal to the team that i'm with and i'm gonna help them build something all over again like what they had before like everybody everybody want like Devonte Devonte adams he he left Green Bay to go to to go to Oakland and to, to create try to create some superstar quarterback receiver combo or whatever. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like every like uh what's another one? Um like Von Miller. Von Miller, Super Bowl, two-time Super Bowl champion, left the Rams, signed with Buffalo. Like, you know, Buffalo already was a Super Bowl contender without him. Like, it's like, yo, I appreciate what DK did because like, yo. The the team building process matters. Like yo, like stick to the stick to the to the people that that drafted you. You know what I'm saying? Like I just appreciate what he did, and 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 so no, I don't think I don't think he's foolish for that. The thing about it though is, in football, you can't build around a wide receiver and expect to win. Well, that's well, that is work. what that that's no, no, no. That's what they say. Everybody, because everybody's focus is on the quarterback. Then, I think you can then, do it. Name, name a time when it worked. I don't think so. Like, I, name I, a time I, when it worked because I can't. Forty Niners did it. Who you talking about? With who? They had a Hall of Famer under center, and that the, defense. The Forty Niners. Craig the 40, a Hall of Fame back too. The Forty Niners right now are built around a receiver, and they almost went to the Super Bowl. What are you talking about? Right now, the 49ers are built around a receiver. I can't, I can't go all in on that. Just because, and I might be saying that because I'm more of a, a Trey Lance guy, but Trey Lance is unproven. But to me, you to see him tomorrow. By the way, San Francisco, you have you have more hope in that situation than you do in Seattle. No, no, no. Least, in, in San Francisco, in San Francisco. 
it is it is proven like like when they even even with Jimmy G starting the last year and the year before last, they that team you ain't building around Jimmy G. They, San Francisco wasn't building around Jimmy G. They was building around Debo. Uh, they were building around that defense. Let's keep, let's keep yeah, it a band. Was, yeah. They were building around that defense. So so the the so getting Debo is building around the defense. Come on, yo. The offense needs something. I'm just saying every time you got a team that's heavy defense, typically the offense has sprinkles of talent. Yeah. Like when the Ravens were making their run in the early 2000s, it was that defense, ground game, Jamal Lewis. And then you get to, hell, my Pittsburgh Steelers, 05. Young Big Ben, not the franchise guy yet. Yeah, Bettis. That's that's yeah, that's, Deuce. That's the uh, that's the identity. That's the identity of the franchise. Like Pittsburgh and Baltimore, they have that ground and pound offense and beat you up on Baltimore defense. Baltimore to that point didn't have an identity. They just got there in '96. <laughs> they didn't have with, an identity. With Jamal by Lewis, it was four years with Jamal Lewis. Jamal Lewis just got there. He was legit playing in a national championship game in Tennessee. Killer, you you don't, two years you, before that. You just brought up you just brought up the Ravens. I know. I'm saying as far as teams built with the defense in mind, is that's, this is what we're gonna that, win with. That is how that's Baltimore, what the 49ers are built like. They're no, not the four, built to no, say, hey, no. all wide receiver, bro. No, all in on this guy. The, He's the, gonna the, take us to a ring. Not unless that defense shows up, and that was proven when they up. went when they played in the Super Bowl. It was proven there because. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, okay, wait. It was Time George Kittle. No. Killer, stop, 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 right? stop, stop, stop. Killer, mm-hmm. killer. Mm-hmm. Baltimore came into existence in the in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Ever since Baltimore came into existence as a franchise, their identity has been stout defense, ground and pound offense. That is what their franchise is built off of. That is that is how their franchise is built. That is the identity. That is Baltimore Ravens football. That is Pittsburgh Steelers football. San Francisco 49er football, historically and how it is now, is big time receiver, big time receiver that the offense typically navigates around. Jerry Rice, Terrell Owens, Debo Samuel. It has always, anytime San Fran has been successful, it has been because they have a stud at receiver every time. I would say, like the Jerry Rice thing. Obviously, Jerry Rice is a plus, but you have to remember the West Coast offense Mm -hmm. was built around Joe Montana. Okay. That offense, right. that 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 team that won all those Super Bowls, that was centered around Joe Montana, and then later Roger Steve Craig Young. was a thousand. Roger yards Craig, back. that's right. No, like, just like it just was, like, the, like right. You're talking about the scheme, just like the offensive scheme now for the 49ers is that is the, is this whole run Debo and all these utility uh, spots, pound the ball with the running backs with most of the running backs and all that because Jimmy G can't he ain't no good quarterback. So like that's their scheme as far as how the offense is built every time the 49ers have been success, have been successful. It's been because teams got to pay attention to this dude right here on the outside every time. There's not one mo- there's not one era 
in San Francisco history where they have been successful and not had a stud receiver. It's never happened. It's never happened. And so saying that, and so saying that you can't build around a receiver, it's like, but that's they not also true. Had a stud quarterback too, though. Yeah, no, yeah. I, no, you absolutely have to have. I'm, I'm not saying you don't have to have a quarterback. Jimmy G is a quarterback you can't win without, like, uh, you, or you can't win with. I'm not saying that they don't need a, a quarterback. Yeah. And for and for for San Francisco's sake, I hope Trey Lance is that dude. Mm-hmm. My whole point is, you can build around a receiver. You can do it. It's just not popular with the way the NFL is run today. So people don't talk about it, which is why the quarterbacks get the big money. Well, receivers are more, really are cool. way more important today than they used to be. Yeah, with, with the with the San Francisco 49ers, since we're there now, with the Niners, would you say they have one of the best offensive lines in football? Male, yeah. So. yeah. All right. That matters when you're Offensive primary playmaker. Offensive no, I'm saying matters. that matters a lot when your primary playmaker is a guy on the outside. That matters because the more time that those five fat guys can give even your trash quarterback an opportunity to get him the ball, the better off you're going to be. That's not the same situation that DK has going on right now in Seattle. We talked about that. No, no. What, Seattle what has I, the worst O-line I, in football. I am addressing the point that you said DK is the dumbest receiver in the league because he signed an extension. And Corey's point was that you cannot build around a receiver. And I am saying both of those two things are false. I actually kind of go back on your point. The Niners won Super Bowls before they got Jerry Rice. Okay. They sure did. Dang, that's a good point. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, that mm-hmm. team was already a championship caliber team. Well, to be fair, they did have Dwight Clark. I know that's not a receipt, but yeah, tight I end, mean, but. tight end. But granted, probably the mm-hmm. second most impressive catch in football history. Uh, don't, don't, don't. We don't no, need to, we don't need I'm to not going to bring that. it up. I'm nope. just saying. Uh, look, look. Impressive. Hey, hey, guys. Hey, guys. That's all great and everything. Let's let's be real. None of us or anybody listening to this show is looking at San Francisco before Jerry Rice. Nobody's doing that. That is the that is the prehistoric era of football. That's like saying the Colts were a championship team. They had Johnny United. Don't nobody care. Oh, wait, nobody so you just gonna discount that. the Steelers Super Bowls because they happened to all come against your Cowboys in the seventies? I didn't even mention the Steelers. Hey, don't forget we got. We I'm, got I'm just saying you just said night. throw away everything before Jerry. I'm like, bro, that was that was a Pittsburgh Steelers decade of dominance. Yeah, I mean that's great. I'm just saying yeah. it's it's the modern era of sports that matter the most. Don't nobody care about what somebody you were the did. first ones putting the ball in the air like that. What you mean? Hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The, y- y- your franchise's greatest quarterback. Your franchise's greatest quarterback yeah. is who? Who would you say? Who would you say the Steelers' greatest it's, it's quarterback? Big Ben. It's Big okay. Ben. Okay. Oh, you're not gonna say not Terry Bradshaw? It's not Terry. Oh, it's damn sure. It damn sure better not be. He better not say Terry because he's oh, he about to get lit. Bradshaw was trash. Terry, Terry's the best. The Hall of Famer winner at quarterback that we've had. But okay. as far, Ter- Terry his, Bradshaw because he, he has four. I can't Terry, deny that he has Terry four. Bradshaw is Rex Grossman with four rings. Hold on, bro. Now that's totally disrespectful. Hey, I don't kill, give a fuck. tell him. Hey, tell, tell, let me hey. ask you a question, real quick. Is Terry Bradshaw? This is gonna this is gonna sound wild, but. Was he like the precursor, just in terms of playing style? Was he the precursor to Brett Favre? Yes, I thought so. And that was because of that gunslinger mentality that yeah. I'm gonna let it all hang out. He was that kind of guy. Hey, and Brett Favre, keep it, was good, and to keep it a butt with you. 
Aaron Rodgers, we've seen him before, and his name is Bart Starr. A lot of people who don't watch, who don't know football history, don't understand. Yeah, yeah. That I, man yeah. was mechanical. Was mechanical with how he would dice you up. And kind of watching him have to deal with having to turn around and hand it off to Dorset 28 times a game, I could tell that the Cowboys, if they would have just let him go, not Bart Starr, um, who am I talking about? Starback. Starback. Roger Starback. I said Bart Starr. Roger Starback. Surgical. Mm-hmm. If the Cowboys would have been able to just turn him completely loose, we're talking Aaron Rodgers type type of numbers. If no, adjusting for error. That's the kind of guy y'all had right there. And Troy Aikman, I believe, is held in too high a regard. Actually, Troy Aikman to the Cowboys is what Bradshaw is to the Steelers. Just totally looking at it. There are several quarterbacks, I'm pretty sure, that Cowboy fans would take throughout the franchise before you get to Aikman. I would say Aikman, similar to Starback. I don't think, because you got to remember, the Cowboys were run happy in the 90s. And I feel, because it was, you know, but I feel like if Troy was able to let loose, I think his numbers would be monstrous. His accuracy was ridiculous. His numbers were gaudy as hell. Yeah. He a lot of picks. Yeah, no risk it, no biscuit. Like, like, and, a, and a lot of people get on Romo for that. I was hey, like, can, can we say off the Cowboys? Can we say off the Cowboys? I was saying, hey, look, why you don't want look, look? We can talk nah. about my Steelers. We can talk about the Cowboys. We can nah, talk nah, about hey, Chicago look, Bears. Look, let me be, let me be very. Let me be, let me be very clear. Let me be very clear since we since the Cowboys got brought up. And me and Corey both Cowboy fans, for those who don't know. Mm-hmm. Look, man. Fuck the Cowboys. I ain't trying to hear nothing about no damn Cowboys until motherfucking January. After that showing against San Fran when we should have bust their ass and then all of a sudden we want to play the last five minutes of the game, I ain't trying to hear shit about my damn team. They can kiss my ass. I, I don't care about I don't care about training camp practices. I don't care about free agent moves. I don't care about who we drafted. Everybody want to ask me about Amari Cooper. Hey, fuck him too. Like, yo, I don't want to hear nothing about Dallas. And Corey know how I am. Like usually, I'm like super critical of like the of like what we do in the off season. I ain't saying shit this off season because I don't care. <laughs> I don't, I don't care. I only care about January. I only care. I only care about January. I'm gonna say this one player's name. I'm gonna see what Mike's reaction is. Ready it, for this? it better not be a cowboy. It, look, it don't. The, the, it, it will be, but it's not a current cowboy. I just really want to know your take on him. What? Troy Hambrick. Oh, he ass. Okay. He'd because only run. He'd only run it back I ever known to see open field and choose to run out of bounds. Because I feel the same way about Amos Zeroway. Because they both broke out at the same time. I was like, "Who the fuck Troy. is Amos Zeroway?" Troy Hambrick. It, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, man. Troy. Oh three, oh three, oh four. I was like, "Yo, why the hell is Amos Zeroway getting all these carries?" All right, well, shit. Since you, since you bought up, since you bought up, since you want open wounds and bring up my damn team, let's bring up yours. Why the fuck is y'all number one pick the fucking quarterback, Kenny Pickett? Why is he the third string quarterback on y'all damn depth chart opening the season? Because that's what the Steelers do. Have you not realized that they do that all? When very we opened up camp two thousand four, Big Ben was third on the depth chart. 
So you trying to say Kenny Pickett gonna be when Big Ben? Started, I, like I, said, I never get too alarmed by that. It's just how we do things. You bring. We've always brought our quarterbacks on, typically slowly. Typically is how we do it. Yeah. We did it yeah. with Big Ben because honestly, and I believe this to the depths of my soul, had Maddox not gotten hurt, he mm-hmm. would have played that entire year out. And Big Ben would have started the following season. That's just how how things were being done around that time period. Because keep in mind, Phillip Rivers didn't even take a snap his, his, his um, rookie year. That's just how things are being done. And I believe if you don't a hundred percent know that you got that generational talent like it's not like Andrew Luck just walked through that door it's not like it's 2012 and Andrew Luck just walked in and said all right my team let's do this not Kenny Pickett was the best option we had so we I'm be honest I'm be honest I think y'all gonna take another quarterback next year I'm not a believer I don't know if we're gonna be in position to because we're gonna be because we're gonna be competitive Pittsburgh is Always competitive. Always we'll competitive. win nine games. Yeah, y'all got, y'all, games. Got, y'all got Tomlin. Y'all gonna be competitive. Yeah. And see, that's a y'all know the standard. That's a good problem to have, and that's exactly where we're sitting right now. Like, if I look at Pittsburgh and I say, "Hey, we gotta play the Baltimore Ravens," I believe we, I believe we can beat Baltimore. I think the only team that scares me is Cincinnati, and that's. Hard All right. On that note, let's talk about hmm. the Brooklyn Nets because uh, you over here talking real wild. You ain't worried about Baltimore. I'm not because we always get up for them. Always. Always. Yeah, that's a, that's one we of those. Terrible. We yeah. always come for them. That Hell, don't mean y'all the, always the win. We, the, the, no, the year we finished 500 when Big Ben got hurt, we beat the shit. Out of Baltimore and one but of those y'all games. Sucked. And it came back and exactly and came back in the other one. So you think they bother me? You think I'm worried about a team that we obviously can play with when hey. we suck? Baltimore, Baltimore. I'm worried about Baltimore. I'm worried about a team that can drop 35 and a quarter. And honestly, talk, the hey. only team in our division that can even come close to doing that is Cincinnati. We're I, I, the I only get, one. I get what you're trying to say, but of every of, of the Super Bowl favorites. In the AFC, the top teams are like Kansas City, Buffalo, and like the Ravens. They they are like a candidate for to be picked for the Super Bowl. Like I'm not saying I'm that not they're that going high on Baltimore this year. Look, I'm just not that high on them. You're never high on Baltimore. No, I a, am when it makes sense. It doesn't make sense for this Killer, year. You was not high on Baltimore. There's last no. Year. I don't see the improvement. Please show me where they're better than they were last year. Well, shit, we don't know I, yet. I'm waiting on that. We, we don't Please know show yet. me where. Are they better in the ground game? I don't see an improvement there. What about wide receivers? Damn, they gave up one. I don't know. I look. Where's the addition? The addition is they get J.K. Dobbins back. That matters. Let's stop. Let's stop that. That matters. You can you can be over there and all smug all you want. You know that matters. That's why you ain't saying nothing. That's why you got that. It matters, but it matters. But how significant is it really? Do you remember what J.K. Dobbins was doing before his injury? It's not just Lamar that got that that can tote that thing now. Now it's J.K. Dobbins. They they got Mark. They they still got Mark Andrews. Like yo, I'm not saying y'all ain't gonna get up to play the Ravens. I am saying the Ravens are more of a threat than Cincinnati. And Cincinnati just went to the Super Bowl. 
I think out of every team in our division, the Cincinnati Bengals improved the most. Man, the Bengals. They like, improved the most, bro. I'm serious. They the, drafted what they needed, and they needed O-line, and they got it. The yeah. Bengals, are, they are the most interesting team in the league to me, just because normally when you have that, that Super Bowl hangover is real, right? We've seen that year after year. But mm-hmm. the Bengals have improved so much in their obvious weakest point. And like to think that Joe Burrow threw for nearly five thousand yards with that terrible offensive line. Yeah, oh yeah, he got, like, he got smacked around. Yeah, I'm like, man, like they are the most Derek intriguing team. Than he did. Like, bro, I David Carr. Now, would you, his, only now, David Carr took more hits. The core. Here's yeah. the thing. If I if so if I give you Cincinnati, if I give you Cincinnati right now, mm-hmm. and let's say Cincinnati is completely healthy. Mm-hmm. And I say, and I give you Baltimore, and and Baltimore is completely healthy. Mm-hmm. You think Cincinnati going farther than Baltimore? <sighs> mm. See that that's my point. So so, but before you even answer the question, the fact that Cincinnati went to the Super Bowl, they just went to the Super Bowl, and you can't decide between picking them or the Ravens shows you how lethal the Ravens can be. Like, I I don't care whether y'all whether y'all get up to play them. Like they're y'all arch nemesis. Y'all y'all always gonna get up to play them. The same way the Eagles gonna always get up to play the Cowboys, even when they suck. That's not saying anything about the Steelers. That's not saying anything about the division. I like, just go ahead finish. No 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 I, no. I go. I, I I pretty much said what I what I was trying to say. It's hard because I can go the other way too. Like normally in a normal year, I would say obviously I would I would take Baltimore. Exactly. Like I said, man, the Bengals, like, yeah, they suffered that Super Bowl loss. Like they improved so much in that offensive line. It's like, man, I can see them almost picking up right where they left off. And that's I can I can I can too, but I can also see Baltimore picking up where they left off. And Baltimore won that far behind from Cincinnati. Like as as no. far as is like in the grand scheme of things, like Cincinnati had a magical playoff run. But look at Cincinnati and Baltimore up until the playoffs started. Baltimore had the better overall year. Baltimore just had the better year. The Cincinnati yeah. had a magical run, but Baltimore was the better team during the course of the regular season. And so I think both of them are going to be really good. I think I think Pittsburgh, honestly, I think Pittsburgh is going to finish third or fourth in the division. Um, and that's going to be I, – I, um, I, do, I do. I can't put them, I can't put them uh, behind the Browns. I, I, I'm just – Cleveland – I said third or fourth. Third or fourth. Third or fourth. The thing – see, the thing is – The thing – I think this will be Tomlin's – I think this will be Tomlin's very first year with the losing record. And I hate saying it because I love Tomlin, but I think this will be his very first year with a losing record. If there's any year where it could happen and it be excused by the fan base, it'll be this one. If, if, see, it, if it has to be any year, it'll be this one. Because I'm just, I saw, I'm just grateful. I'm just grateful for the Steelers. For the Steelers, I'm just grateful that the Steelers fans are not like the Eagles fans because the Steelers fans, y'all have had so much success in the grand scheme of things over a long time period. We're like. Having a lull of a year like like what I think you guys are gonna have, like y'all be like, okay, Tomlin, he he kind of he kind of strapped. He working with a, a lot of new pieces. Y'all like y'all are understanding. Y'all wouldn't like come at Tomlin's neck now. The media would, but 
but y'all fans wouldn't. Whereas, let this be on top of that, the family. If the Eagles did this shit, if the Eagles did this shit, man, Philly fans would be ready to to fight Santa Claus and get us some shit. And and you know what? That's the reason why they're the other team in Pennsylvania. I always call them the other team. Because there's no way in the world you're going to sit here and tell me that you are surrounded by this much success. The most Super Bowls by division is in the a- in the NFC East, and then yeah. the team tied with the most rings is in the same state as you, and you can't seem to get a sin- single itch of a win. Like you can't seem to understand what it takes to have a dominance in your franchise. Like, there was a so, five-year period where the Skins were the best team from like '88, not say from yeah, like the late '80s. That was Skins. Then you got the '90s Cowboys. They had their runs. Then you had to sprinkle a couple of patches with the Giants. There are two wings here, and then the two when we were in undergrad. Mm. So these are franchises that understand how to win, even if they don't have marquee players, i.e. the Giants. But you go to – then you go – then you're looking at Pittsburgh right across the Allegheny River, and it's like, well, damn, they, they've been winning a lot since, like, 1932 and shit. Um how we get like that? Never bothered to ask that question. No Eagle fan ever decided to sit down and say, you know what? We're surrounded by way too much winning and not know how to do this shit ourselves. I hate Eagles fans. I, I hate I hate the Eagles fans. Like God. they were the to me, they were the most annoying fan base in all of sports to me. I mean, and this, this is coming from someone, and this is coming from somebody who grew up with a family from New York. And I grew up in Durham. So that means I'm used to hearing the arrogance of Duke fans and the uppityness of Yankee fans. Hey, Duke Duke got rings though, so they so they can talk. Duke has I, rings. And I, and I and I get it. But I'm just saying, as far as annoying, like every year y'all aren't the best team in fucking basketball. It's, it's not every year. But the fact that they don't, the Eagles fans just don't seem to understand. That winning does take time. They would have had a ring had they just let coach do his thing. Yeah. Let Corey do his thing. Yeah. Corey, so um, who's the quarterback under the most pressure? I think you. You think I what? I, I, th- I said I think you was going to ask this question. Who uh, Who's the quarterback with the most pressure? Yeah. So I was going down the um, – um, the Madden 23 quarterback rankings. And I thought it was going to be so obvious at first. I'm like, dang, a lot of these dudes. Did you did you pay attention to Dak, that Dak is top 10? Did you uh, see that? Yes. In yep. the rankings? On, on Madden, Dak is top 10? Uh, so about damn time. He's six. One, he's number six. Four, he's number about six. About damn time. Yeah. A lot of people uh, have a problem with that. He Dak, Dak is in, in Madden. In Madden, Dak is better than Russell Russell Wilson. And Russell Wilson is my quarterback under the most pressure. Because, Damn, why? Because. That's interesting. Yeah, I know. So for how many years now have we heard around like the Seahawks, like let Russ cook, right? Like that's a trending topic, let Russ cook. And I, th- because, I, think I, know, I think I know where you're going. I was saying this about Russ in Seattle when you, when you were gone away from the, uh, from the computer. So okay. I, think I, know, I think I know where you're going, but go ahead. Okay, so like we all know that Seattle, for whatever reason, Pete Carroll just wants to be a run-heavy team, even when you have Russell uh, Russell Wilson. 
And we've seen glimpses of Russ, like like his, his magic, like just making ridiculous plays, especially on like third and longs and things like that. And I feel like he's finally with the team in Denver that's going to let him air the ball out. And I'm curious to see, because people are saying that Russ is not Russ is not that dude at quarterback anymore. Like some people got him on on the second tier now. I'm not I'm not saying I agree with that, but like he's not a unanimous in that conversation with you no know, Rodgers, Brady, Mahomes, things like that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like now he's in a position where Nathaniel Hackett is going to like they are going to be a heavy throwing team. And I'm curious to see if Russ is going to be that guy. And like, cause I think they're really going like for the first time in his career, I think he's in a position where they're really going to let him cook. It's just a matter of, is it going to be filet mignon or is it going to be ground shot? So for me, I said this, I, I, like I said, I said this earlier. Um, when he, when we was talking about DK, mm-hmm. you know, and killer was saying that, you know, DK doesn't have a quarterback now to send a third. Mm-hmm. My opinion was, well, essentially, what has Russ done in Seattle? What did he do? I'm not saying he wasn't good. I'm not saying he wasn't an elite quarterback. I'm saying, what what did he do? He won a Super Bowl, which really we, I think we all know he was right. He rode Marshawn Lynch back, like like that whole offense was was built around Marshawn Lynch. That that's just what mm-hmm. that was. Um, and then he went to another Super Bowl where he threw the pick on the goal line. But since then, like. What has he done when he has when the offense was built around him? What what has he done? Like he's oh no, go ahead. Now he's made great plays. No, he's and, made great, he's made great plays, but like he he had, like we criticize Aaron Rodgers a lot. Always gets to these NFC Championship games to lose. Russ doesn't even get there. I think most people point the finger at Pete Carroll because it's like you watch Russ in Seattle and you see what he's capable of if you just like, like let him loose. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think like, like fans are like, well, if you just let him do that more, you might experience more success, but they always go back to the run and and whatnot. Could could be, could be. So that's what I say. Yeah. yeah, No. So it, it makes sense. It makes sense for what you were saying. Um, about Russ being under the most pressure, and I want Russ to succeed. I like I like Russell Wilson. Like I'm not saying that Russell Wilson hasn't done anything or isn't good. I'm just saying we, I, for the point that I was making in that conversation was Killer was saying DK Metcalf and about the quarterback, and I was like, well, they weren't winning with Russ anyway. You know what I mean? Um, but I think Russ is a really good is a really good quarterback. I think I think Russ is a uh, top ten still. Um, I don't know if I give him. I, I don't know if I don't know if I say he's the most the one with the most pressure though. Not for me at least. Mm. Killer, who 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 you got? Who you think? This is where it gets kind of weird because I'm gonna go with a QB that I don't think anyone's gonna put on this list, but I'm gonna put him there because he got a coach fired, not himself, but his coach got fired, and it was not a firing I agreed with at all. I'm going to go with Justin Herbert. Mm. Mm. And my reasoning for that is 
I was hearing it. I saw flashes like his first game as a starter against Kansas City where he didn't even know he was starting until he walked into the damn arena and he showed up. I was like, okay, our San Diego, you got your guy. And then the following year, I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like you're throwing your team out of games. And then last year, Mm. he showed flashes that he can be just as special as Joe Burrow. But now, here's where the pressure comes in. You can't blame it on your defense now. They're loaded. You can't say you don't have weapons. You got one of the top three running backs in the NFL, in my opinion, Austin Eckler. You got weapons galore. Like, legit, only only place that got more weapons than that is fucking Fort Hood in Texas or something. Like, you got to go to an army base to find more weapons the way he got in San Diego. Mm-hmm. So, and on top of that, they got you a coach that technically you wanted. So, with all these things in place, there's no way in blue hell they shouldn't at minimum make the postseason. A bad so season think, so from them think... this year, a bad season from them this year, and I think San Diego may be looking to move. That That's hot take. But move away I from Herbert? Shit. I, I need to see something. Hey, everyone hey, else is everyone hey, else who's seeing me, success with their young QBs hey, are look. seeing at least a playoff berth. Kyler, at least a playoff berth. Burrow got to a Super Bowl. Killer, at least is, get me to the hell. Look, Baker made the playoffs. At least get killer, me there. Killer, look, look. It's go. It's just one of the. This is one of the days where we just gonna disagree because. <laughs> and you know look, what? And you look. know what? We'll still be friends at the end of the day. Now, but look, 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 go ahead, go ahead and try to Her- chop this one up. I, I want you to. We can go back and forth. Wait, wait, wait. Or put on, put on your referee shirt, man. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. So you, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna criticize you saying Herbert is the most pressurized QB. I'm trying to make sure I heard it right. You're saying he's the most pressurized QB because the Chargers have not made the playoffs yet with him. <laughs> With that, because of the, you know, teams do look at other teams' success and say, well, how come our guy hasn't gotten us there yet? It's not because of a lack of weapons. I, I'm going I'm to tell you, I'm going to tell you why Herbert is not the most pressurized QB. The Chargers dealt with Phillip Rivers all them damn years. Phillip Rivers ain't do nothing. They gave him all the time in the world. He ain't do nothing. If they move away from Phillip Rivers, they ain't moving away from Herbert. Herbert is Herb Justin Herbert. As far as young Justin Herbert, his potential is just as high as all the other ones. It's just as high as Joey B. It's just as high as like it like pick any young QBs that's out here like Kyler Murray uh, Herbert's potential is just as high like the Chargers would be a fool I think that um, if the Chargers don't make the playoffs this year the coach might be fired but I don't think they're moving away from and Herbert that'll be their second one I'm telling you, that's you don't want to be labeled a coach killer as a QB that'll be the he second can't make the coach it'll, be the, it'll, it'll still be the second one yeah, but he can't make the he, Justin Herbert can't can't get the coach fired. Like, you know what I'm saying? He can. Uh, <laughs> they nah. missed the postseason. Look, look, he ain't you Kevin can make Durant. A great Kevin play Durant call. Execution Kevin still Durant. comes down. 
Look, he not Kevin Durant, man. Kevin Durant giving the Nets ultimatums. Justin Herbert ain't that. Justin Herbert just finished his second year. You know what I'm saying? Now, like, I'm not saying that he's like gonna walk into the GM's office and say, "Listen here, dude." But I'm not saying he's gonna do nothing like that. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is, you don't want that label because if if all right, we draft you, you're playing high, you got the numbers, but. I You're just, not making the postseason. I, just, I mean, hell, even the Detroit Lions at Matthew Stafford were able to make the postseason. They had way less weapons. I just I just want you to hear what you just said, though. And Corey, remember Killer told you to put on a referee shirt. So uh, Killer, I just I just want you to realize what you just said. You just said that Justin Herbert is under the most pressure in the league after completing only his second year. His, he's only been in the league two years. Two yes, years? It's still, it's still there for me. Like you, you it, look. It, here's dude. the thing: you, you're not giving you're not giving teams enough time to 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 develop into like the into like contenders. You're not. You're How not much giving, more time do they need? How many more weapons do they need? Justin Herbert is there. Only, listen, listen, killer. Justin Herbert has only completed 24 months in the NFL. <laughs> Who else completed that same amount of time? Huh? Who else is in the league that same amount of time and at least made the damn postseason? That's all I'm saying, Mike. Look, st- you still got to win games. Yeah, yeah, you still got to win is, games. This is your young quarterback don't mean that I can excuse L's that should be done. But Herbert has so, been winning so, so, games. So, 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 check, so check me out. His first year when he was a starter, it was a lot of close L's. You know who they pinned those close L's on? They didn't pin them on Herbert. They pinned him on Lynn, and his ass got fired. Now, this past year, they had the same fucking problem, a lot of close L's. So who they pinning that on this year? Eventually, he's going to have to take the blame for it. That's what I'm saying. I agree. The Chargers, Herbert, have to make the postseason this year. They have to. They have to. because you I, can't pin I, it on coaching. I, I, I if execution I, comes down and we losing think, games by four and five points, that's listen, execution. That's not play I, calling. I think I think that the Chargers should make the postseason this year. That is that is that is what that is my belief. What I am saying is to say that Herbert is the most pressurized QB after just twenty four months in the NFL. Come on, yo. Come on, yo. Like yeah, I think that's look, the pressure is there. It is no, there. the pressure's not there because they ain't the team that L.A. paying attention to. It's the Rams that L.A. paying attention to. And that's nobody... not a problem? No, that's not a problem. You think it... How is look, that not look. a problem? Killer, killer, listen, killer. You mean to tell me that there was pressure on Sam Darnold in New York? No, ain't nobody paying attention to the damn Jets. Sam Darnold never had always, pressure. In New York, there's always pressure. There's always pressure. No, no, there's always pressure for the Giants. There's always pressure for the Yankees. There's always pressure for the Knicks. The Nets, the Nets, the Mets, and the Jets. Wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. But yeah. The, the... <laughs> <laughs> okay, yo, real Wait, talk. That, that didn't need to be planned. as funny as it was, but it was fucking that's, hilarious. Hey, that shit was not planned. <laughs> but the Nets, the Mets, and the Jets. Don't nobody pay attention to them three damn teams. The, you I'm, know who? I'm paying attention to the Mets this year because they're playing some really good baseball. Listen, you know who's the no, most popular? You know who the most popular person 
for the New York Jets is the most popular fire man that be in the stands. Don't nobody care about the damn Jets. They never care about the now, Jets. Now, right now, it is Zach Wilson because he's he's a uh, he's a what we call a they, milf hunter. They still so, yeah. hold. They still holding on to Joe. Goddamn! I did not Nathan. know that. Bro. Oh, you didn't know about you? Oh, huh? you didn't no. hear about Zach Wilson? Oh, let me do a quick Google. Hold up. He did what? Oh, now? no, no, no! I got to tell you about Zach. Oh, wait, wait, wait. So apparently, okay, Zach Hold Wilson, oh, right? Okay. Want me to tell you? Yeah, go uh, I, I'm a Google. You keep talking. Yeah, I'm a Google. Right, so Zach Wilson <laughs> had a teammate in college, uh-huh. best friends, roommates, the whole nine. This girl that Zach Wilson was dating leaves him for his homeboy. His homeboy's a wide receiver. I think he plays for Washington. Uh-huh. So. Zach, instead of, you know, just letting it go, hooks up with old buddy mama. Oh, my God. Legit went for the kill. And you know who dropped the whole story? Who who told the whole thing? The girl. Damn. And my whole brain, out of all of that, I was like, why the fuck did she say something? They, that's the only part that I still don't understand about the entire story. Don't get me wrong. If any of my homeboys take my girl, every single woman in your family is fair game for me now. Every single one of them of age is fair game. You know what? I thought that story was going to go in a different direction because I Googled Zach Wilson and the third search is Zach Wilson, Joe Flacco wife. So yeah, buddy, that shit, now that right there is actually kind of funny. Read that I, story in your read that story in your spare time. That dude, the Jets are low key a soap opera, bro. That look, shit is look, funny. That's the Jets. The char the Chargers <laughs> the Chargers are in the same damn light. Ain't nobody in LA paying attention to the damn Chargers. They paying attention to the Lakers. Like, look, as good as the Clippers are. Ain't nobody paying in LA paying attention to the Clippers. Everybody want to know what the Lakers going to do. Everybody want to know what the Dodgers going to do. Everybody want to know what the Rams going to do. Ain't nobody looking at the damn Chargers. Herbert Herbert is not on the chopping block for nothing. Not yet. Now, if he is in the la- if this was the last year of his rookie deal, then I could rock with you. But hell, Dak Prescott even got more pressure than Herbert. But that ain't even who I think the most uh, pressurized. And the bulk of that pressure came because of the early success. Let's be a hundred percent honest. Because that well, rookie year, that thirteen and three rookie yeah, year, that, that I was could, like, "Yo, that where could, that the could, hell?" Y'all beat 20, us that year on a, 20, on a fake spike. I was pissed about. that. I remember that game like it was 20, yesterday. 20, Dude, I'm 20. watching that game with my mama, and she was like, hey, "Baby, that was a good one." She reached her hand out to shake my hand after we scored late. She was like, "Oh." Good game, baby. So, I was like, so, it ain't over yet, mama. So I sat back. She was like, so, oh, my so God. The, I was so pissed. Leaving my mama house that day, I was so pissed. The the thing the thing with, if we going to dive into the Dak Prescott shit, like, yeah, he had the early the early season success. Um, the early, the early, you know, success with 2016 and how that went. Um, And so that the thing is, his rookie year has been the best year of his career. Um, as far as impact, not statistically, but impact. Um, and I think a lot of people got a problem with that. But I don't even think Dak Prescott is the most the QB with the most pressure. Because for for Dallas, for us, the most pressure is or Mike McCarthy. Like if we have a bad year, it's gonna be McCarthy that go. It ain't gonna be Dak. We just pay him forty million. It ain't gonna be Dak. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, know what? Outside of McCarthy, I'll probably put Zeke on that list too. He has to produce. Well, yeah, Zeke, Zeke yeah. is Zeke has more pressure. Zeke has to that. produce. He has um, to produce because he's getting but, closer and closer to that that running back kill age of thirty. But look, but and, look the yeah. the most the the QB with the most pressure, y'all are not going to believe it. But y'all gotta just hear me out when I say it. The QB with the most pressure is Carson Wentz. It's Carson Wentz because Carson Wentz. It's not. It's not because of expectations on the team or nothing. Carson Wentz at this point is fighting for his damn NFL existence. If this don't work in DC, I don't. Don't nobody know what the fuck Carson Wentz about to like. Philly, New England. If he botched this, and it's already been reports that he's been horrible in training camp. Like, if Carson Wentz botched this. He out the league, dog. Like nobody, and and even with him, nobody's expecting Washington to be good. But if he don't produce, yo, he out of there. He's gone. He needs to have a up. two for one. He needs to have a two it, to one interception touchdown ratio hmm. this year to save his career. There's no way around that. I'm. I, I feel like for Carson Wentz. I feel like for Carson Wentz to to make it the next year. He gotta have a. He gotta have a Baker Mayfield type of year. It's not gonna be too great, but it ain't about to be too terrible. You just have to see some type of consistency from Carson Wentz. If he don't do that, I think Riverboat Ron gonna draft him another quarterback next year. Carson Wentz about to be out of there, and then he about to be one of them free agents. It's like whatever happened to him. And he's gonna be that guy that. Damn, we really don't got a quarterback going on the week one. Yeah, what the hell, Carson yeah. doing? <laughs> he's about to be. He about to be the white Teddy Bridgewater. And then, and then here's the thing: the the court, the, the second quarterback I got on that list is Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. Jalen That's where Hurts. a lot of the press was going. They were like, because he got, of all the weapons they got. He got this year. The new he got Devontae I mean. Smith. He got Devontae Smith. He still got Rager. He got um he got um, AJ Brown. Brown. You know what I'm saying? He still got Miles, Miles Sanders, Sanders coming out the backfield. They they retained they retained uh, a lot of pieces on that O line. They retained uh, Fletcher Cox and some in that D line too. Uh, um, which they got they drafted Jordan Davis. You know what I'm saying? They um they got old boy from Detroit, the cornerback. Um, Dar- was it Slay? Darius Slay? Yeah, they got Darius, Darius, Darius Slay. Um, like yeah, yeah. Hurts gonna have to and like I like Hurts. Let's be clear, I like Hurts. I like Corey. Corey said he he can't throw. I told Corey that I, I thought Hurts was pre- a pretty good quarterback. Like, so I just need him to make me a profit. Yeah, I this, need to see this year happens. with how I just don't really know what to think about Philly because don't they have a first year head coach too? No, nah, second. second year. Second year, okay. Mm-hmm. I knew they the dude, had a the problem dude. with Peterson. I wait, wait, that was last year. Or year before hey, last. you brought up uh, ain't his name Nick Sirianni? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you just brought up the Eagles coach Nick Sirianni. Can we just rewind a year ago and talk about how his press conference when he said they asked him like how he was gonna make the Eagles better and shit. He said, "For us to be a better team, we gotta play smart." And to be a, and, and to play smart football, we have to be a smart football team. He said that means that that means that 
we can't make the playbook too complicated and that we have to make really smart decisions. I'm sitting here like, dog, you ain't saying nothing. You ain't I mean, saying nothing. Smooth like a politician. He answered a question by saying nothing in regards him, to the question. Him <laughs> and Adam Gase got the two worst introductory press conferences ever. Now, I'm gonna take this to wrestling. That's the oh, equivalent. Shit. That's the equivalent. And I'm going WCW with this one, Corey. What was that giant robot dude who fell through the um? Oh, the Shockmaster. The Shockmaster. That. <laughs> This that those <laughs> interviews were as bad as the Shockmaster, oh, the God. giant egg. You remember the giant egg that oh, had the, the um, gobbledygooker? The gob- yeah, the gobbledygook. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's how bad those were. You see, yeah, you didn't know my my wrestling knowledge <laughs> went that deep. I I'm shocked you a little bit. I'm gonna have to go watch the Shockmaster one just for the heck of it. That was funny. Dude, that was too funny. I mean, he was supposed to come through like the Kool-Aid man. (laughs) (laughs) And that just failed so bad. Oh, God. I bet WCW was thinking, damn, we had to do this live, didn't we? (laughs) They damn sure they did that live, bro. Hey, is it time? So, so, question. Promotion never be live. Is it time to go to... uh, is it time to go to like bitch made news of the day? You know what? Can, Anytime can we, we address this non brush having ass dude, we can definitely call right. it call it that. I like so, that. Y'all so disrespectful. All right. All right. It's time now, to I got address... a kid on my football team I call Kevin Durant because he never yep. brushed his damn head. It's time yeah. to address motherfucking Kevin Durant. This nigga. Yeah, y'all heard about what he did, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. went in there talking about I still don't want to play here. Oh. No, nah, he, he so he went to Joe Sy office talking about all right, either y'all trade me or y'all fire Steve Nash and Sean Marks. I'm sitting here like Didn't you want Steve Nash? No, no, no. Look, I'm sitting here reading this. I'm like, or what? What you about to do? Sit out like Scottie Pippen? You gonna do that for four years? Cause they got you under contract for four years. You gotta go with whatever the fuck they tell you to do. The fuck is you going to the owner office making decisions? Like, like, hey, Kevin Durant, every day that I wake up, he never ceases. He never ceases to not amaze me. I'm always amazed by Kevin Durant. I'm always amazed. He 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 takes my amazement to a, a just another level every single day. He shocks me. In non-surprising ways, like okay, like for example, like when he left and he signed with um Golden State. When he left the first time, signed with Golden State, I was like, "Bitch made move number one." Yeah, but it didn't surprise me. Like everyone's like, "Oh, bro, I didn't see that coming." I said, "I did." When he nutted up them last three games and they was up three one, I could have told you about one but one location I would have went quit, had I quit just on his team, got him beat down like that. Yeah, like, hell yeah, quit. Like he like quit on the head quit on Yeah, quit. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you got to actually, you know, accept something first before you quit on it. That's like that's he, like that's like he saying accept no hairbrush. Yeah, he ain't never <laughs> accept no hairbrush. My man joint been peasy since whatever the hell school he went to. Now. <laughs> After that, the only way I could have respected the jump 
of him going to um to Golden State is if he stayed in Golden State. But then he handicaps them. Injuries happen. Guys play. I mean, come on. You play over 100 NBA games a year. If you count postseason, regular season, all-star, and then you know, a couple warm-up preseason games. Yeah. Typically, if you make the finals, you played over 100, 100 games. Mm. Now, with that being the case, you do that. How many years in a row did the Warriors make the finals? Was it five in a row? Five, five years in a row. So that's 500 games minimum. Injuries are going to happen. So guys like guys who are key, like Clay get hurt, Steph, the wheels start falling off a little bit. He's like, oh, this ain't looking too good no more. So I'm going to just skedaddle and go build my own situation with a basket case. Like, like there's no, there's no joining point there at all. So I was like, dude, I don't really understand what you're doing, but it's not shocking because you make bad decisions a lot. So I don't went, see. I don't think he make bad decisions because, like, I don't think he made bad decisions. Like, I mean, he, 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 I'm not he saying bad part, in a sense. Yeah, I'm not saying bad owner. in a sense of what it does for him. I'm saying bad in a sense of not bad in a sense of basketball, but bad in a sense of public display. I mean, like, I, you know, he he own he owned us he own he's a part owner of a soccer team. He uh he you know gives back to you know his community in Maryland. Um, you know what I'm saying like with basketball course and all the shit that he does or whatever. So he's very oh, charitable. I you just and, say Maryland. Yeah, he he <laughs> he's charitable because I have to emphasize he's not from DC. So he uh he's very charitable for uh for his neighborhood and everything like that. Um, you know, so that's cool and everything. So I think he make good decisions for the most part my problem is as far as his professional career is concerned he just makes bitch made decisions like he just make everything is easy it has to be easy and that is what i was saying earlier about the dk metcalf stuff the alternative to dk metcalf signing uh, signing the extension the alternative to that is he could be just like kevin durant go he could try to go to tampa bay and that would piss me off like but if kevin durant was a wide receiver you know where he would be on his way to? Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Or Kansas City. The same way he took his ass to Golden State. A 73-win mm-hmm. team that did not need him to win a lick. Like, I don't give a fuck what Green say. They never needed Kevin Durant. Um, so he I just think he make bitch made decisions. True. Man. I think it would also it also would have made the NBA finals a lot more watchable those two years. Well, I used to say three years because that third year, I was legit just watching to see them lose. And I hate to cut on the TV for that reason. Like, only time I should feel that way is if I hate your team. Like, I hate Duke. I want to watch them play to watch them lose. It doesn't happen a lot, but when it does, shit feels amazing. So, it's in that boat. I shouldn't feel that way about an NBA team that doesn't directly affect my fandom. Like, I hate the Knicks. I hate the Pistons. I hate Indiana. You don't really too much care for Cleveland either. Go Bulls. You see where I'm going, friends? No, oh, yeah, I see. These are yeah, teams that I would watch them play to watch them lose, but in a sense, it still directly affects 
the Chicago Bulls. Because if Cleveland goes on a five-game losing streak, Milwaukee goes on a five-game losing streak, like that shit's ever going to happen. What does got to do with Kevin Durant? I'm just saying, <laughs> I will watch those games for that reason. I, I, I watch Kevin Durant for that reason, and I don't really like that. You know, to me, I didn't really, I didn't necessarily hate the move to Golden State. You know, I know sports is different than like a regular nine to five, right? But listen, if you want to go, like you put your time into this place and you're a free agent, say, okay, I'm, I'm going to go here and I'm, I'm going to be happy. Like I'm, I'm going to show my excellence in this way, right? Regardless of what people say, right? And I agree with you, Kill. Like had he stayed in Golden State, I think many people feel a lot differently about him. Now. I think you right now. Now, now okay. to me, these past couple years in Brooklyn and everything that's gone on around KD, Kyrie, this whole thing, like as a Kevin Durant fan, it almost feels like a complete waste. Like I feel like I'm watching this ultra this one of the best basketball players to ever play the game, and it's just like this. This stretch here just feels like, like, really, like, you leave this great situation in Golden State. You want to go play with your boy in Brooklyn. And Brooklyn, of all places, don't even want to play for the Knicks. Okay. And it's like, there are, there are clear red flags of how that situation would not work. But, you know, talent trumps all in most cases. But, like, you just, you just watching all of this and you're just like, like, what a... You know, I, I feel like it's been like a way. Like I, I feel like his KD standing in like the annals of NBA history. This stretch has not helped him in terms of where he would where you you would rank him in terms of all time greatness, right? Because I feel like this stretch to me is a bigger black mark than the Golden State. You know what I mean? Because whether you thought the Golden State needed KD or not, the fact of the matter is KD was like the. It, obviously outside of LeBron, but the best player in the league, right? Like, he was showing he was that guy. Oh, yeah, outside you know? of LeBron. Yeah, outside right, of LeBron. Right, right. And it's like this stretch with Kyrie and everything, it's like, man, like, what a what a poor decision. Now, on the flip side, I can kind of applaud you recognize it was a poor decision. Now, I don't know how, how I feel about, you know, making ultimatums, but, that, like, that's that's basketball. Like, the, the stars, they they run, they, you know, they have a lot more autonomy these days. So, but it's um, disappointing, I guess, just what I would say, just disappointing. Hey, so, look, so there's a reason why, you know, Corey, you are the brains of the show. Like, that's very well said and well thought out. I'm gonna try to echo that, but I'm gonna just try to I'm gonna try to do that with my own little twist on it. And I wish you the best of luck. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Picture um, a hot air balloon, right? Picture a hot air balloon. What is it made of? Like, like what, what, what is what consists of a hot air balloon? Like, like there's the outside, Baker. but what is con- hot air, 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 right? Or, yeah. or I guess to to use another analogy, picture a big ass building, this grand building, 
whether it be the Taj Mahal or the White House or whatever, like picture this nice big ass building. This designed real well on the outside. One of the greatest buildings you have ever seen. And inside, it got no furniture, no TVs, no nothing. It's like it's a it's a building full of nothing. Nothing full of air. That's how I feel about Kevin Durant's career. He is so he is great. He has all the talent in the world. He is great. But his career lacks context. His career lacks his career lacks it lacks details. It it lacks it's it's almost like y'all ever heard that saying like if you stand if if you don't stand up for if you don't stand up for anything, you'll fall for everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kevin Durant doesn't stand up for anything. Like I can when when people ask ask what makes Bill Russell so great, or like when you think of Bill Russell, you think of all the things that he did for the Celtics and for the league. And plus, he was he civil rights stuff. I'm not talking about that though. When you think about Wilt Chamberlain, you think about what he did for the Sixers, what he did for the Lakers. Same thing with Kobe and Magic, right? Mm-hmm. When you think of Jordan, it's what he did for the league, how he like improved the game. The moment. To, to how, he, how he improved the game in such a great fashion, you know, and what he did for the Bulls. Even with Vince Carter, Vince Carter had, Vince Carter is not a Hall of Famer yet, but like he is, he, everybody for the most part agrees that like the, the dunking and athleticism that he provided to the league was even greater than like the Jordan and the Dominique Wilkins and, and like Kevin Durant, he plays soulless. He plays with no heart to me. Like his career lacks context. It's like he was in OKC for nine years. What did he what did he do for them? He made like Russell Westbrook has done more for OKC than what Kevin Durant has done. Um, then he went to Golden State. It was a team that didn't need him. So like no matter what he did, his he was not gonna make an impact there because that is Steph's team. That that is Clay's team before it's Kev, Kevin Durant's team. That's Draymond's team before it's Kevin Durant's. It, Kevin Durant, it was impossible for him to make this impression on Golden State. And then he goes to Brooklyn with Kyrie, and it looks like, okay, well, you ain't doing nothing but trying to create another super team. Like, your whole career, you've played with all of these great players. But, like... You like you have you have like you've done nothing, like nothing. All you do you you go hoop, and you go home, and like like that is what his career feels like to me. Um, you know what? You got it, a point. Because it, it, it lacks. It, yeah, it lacks. It lacks. It lacks fluff. Like, like if I think about certain players, I can talk about a moment where it's like, yo, I'll never forget that play. I don't have that for KD. I can I can even talk about the moments and how Andre Iguodala locked up LeBron in the finals. I can talk about that. I don't know what the fuck I would talk about for Kevin Durant. What I'm, what I'm gonna say, man? Hey, Kevin Durant had a hey, he was great 
in the in the two fight in the two championships that he won when he was playing with that super team out in Golden State. Hey, Kevin Durant, hey, it's like, yeah, he was on the super team. Like, that's Kevin Durant. He should be doing that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But Kevin Durant ain't never led nothing. He ain't like and then he talk out of his ass, like he be like real vague with the media, like he not trying to let you in or whatever. Like he trying to play this bad guy now that people hate him. And it's like, dude, you suck at being the bad guy too. Like you just because his ca- his career just lacks context. Oh, cotton ass. I, I would say I, I did enjoy the uh when they Golden State they were playing the Clippers and they had the whole, you know, I'm Kevin Durant, you know who I am. That y'all know who I am. He went and dropped like 50 or something like that. I don't even remember that series, honestly. Yeah, like the, I think they were tied 2-2 two, two at one point. Because it was it was like he was they like he was getting in a back and forth with Patrick Beverly or whatever. And like oh my God. Patrick Beverly. And see, now you know, when like you Patrick gotta Beverly. get back, you gotta get into a back and forth with a player who doesn't have any consequence. <laughs> That's a problem. Patrick Beverly. <laughs> <laughs> hey yo. Yeah, you remember it's like I'm Kevin Durant, like drop fifty. But I do remember like in back to back finals and go say when he hit like big time um, threes over LeBron. Didn't win the game, but pretty much iced the game. Like LeBron played excellent defense and KD was just lights out. I do remember those moments, like back to back finals. Yeah, I um, mean, but how consequential were those moments? Honestly, did Cleveland stand a chance of winning those series? No. No, they didn't. No. The, the unless, well, I'll ask, unless you're Nick Wright, who thought that the Golden State thing wouldn't work. That's because work anyway. he, he rides LeBron more so than his wife does. But, so, so look, <laughs> so look, damn, killer, chill out. <laughs> but look, but look, this, the, the, I'll tell you the, the biggest memory about Kevin Durant that I have in, I think this was, I think this was his, this was his first finals. Is when LeBron looked at J.R. Smith like the fuck are you doing? That's the biggest memory about that finals that I have. Like J.R. Smith. Well, yeah, <laughs> like when LeBron right was now, looking at him like this. Consequential moments all with Kevin Durant. We don't even remember him going to the finals like that with the Thunder, even though he did once. Yeah. We don't even remember. We don't even talk about that. That doesn't even get brought up. No. People still bring up LeBron dragging that bag team from Cleveland to the finals in 07 no one ever brings up the fact that the Thunder went unless they want to talk about how that broke the band up because the following year Harden was gone people talk about how Dwight Howard took the Orlando Magic to the finals before they talk about Kevin Durant took them them to the finals look honestly with Durant I have more memories about Kevin Durant's greatness at Texas than I do at that any game point with him versus AC Law. I will never forget that game again. Like, like Texas versus Texas A and M and AC so, Law so, was giving him. So bucks. when people, so when people hear me, Kevin and Kevin Durant's greatest basketball moment wasn't even in the NBA or college. It was when he, uh, it was when he was playing uh pickup basketball and he he this this Kevin Durant was just dropping buckets. Uh, everybody has seen this video at least once. I wish I could. I wish I could say where it was. Was it at Rucker Park? It might have been Rucker. at Rucker Park. It was at the Rucker. It, 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 yeah, I think it was at yeah, Rucker Park. Everybody has seen that that at least once. That's my problem with Kevin Durant. So when everybody be hearing me, damn, why is Mike going so hard at Kevin Durant? Blah blah. blah. This isn't something that he, he would say to Kevin Durant face. Yes, it is. I would tell him to his face. He a bitch. But but um, but like I really would. 
Um, but when people be hearing me go at Kevin Durant, like it's because his career, like, all right, he's made moves that I don't agree with, but like his career lacks it. It lacks context. It that his career is lacking something that he's that is essential for the way I look at basketball. I, I don't. I can't. I, I can't I, it's like a it's like a, a feng shui type of thing that Kevin Durant just it just lacks like I can't like God rest his soul I was tore up when he passed but when he was when Kobe Bryant was alive and playing I could not stand Kobe Bryant but it but the reason why I couldn't stand him I is because like his passion for the game was fucking crazy like he was a mm-hmm. like Kobe Bryant, his career had substance, and it was comparable, and and I didn't like that. Kevin Durant's career don't even have substance. It's just empty. It's just hollow. This is walking. It's like walking in a house with no furniture and going who and just listening to the echo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like like it just it just lacks it just lacks that stuff. Oh no, I, I get more passion from Bugs Bunny and Space Jam. Like, you know no. what? You know what this show's lacking right now? Uh oh. One know. piece that we didn't even do this over the last couple I, of weeks. I know, for, I know what he about to for do. For reason. I know what he about to do. Corey, it's time to baptize you, brother. Mm. It's time to play our favorite game. Is he a Hall of Famer? Is he a Hall of Famer? <laughs> All right, now, so remember, we gave so you the briefing the... before, but for those who, because it's been a few shows since we've done this, for those who don't remember, I drop, I drop knowledge about the player. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you a sport. I'll give you stats, achievements. You tell me, based off achievements and stats alone, is this guy a Hall of Famer? If you get it right or wrong, I'll let you know. And then, if you want to play for extra points, I guess, you can let me know who it is. Mm-hmm. Now, Mike, has gotten all of them right, and it's pissing me off. I've got so, every single one right. Yep, every single one. All right, so, so give me the stats. See. Let's, so let's see. All right, this guy. We're talking football. Football. Right. The five-time Pro Bowler. Five-time Pro Bowler. Oh, time out. Is this person already in the Hall of Fame, or are we just? I cannot release that information. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. He, he he can't say whether he's in the Hall of Fame or not. Oh, okay. This guy has thrown for 237 touchdowns against so 175 it, picks. Is, so the position is quarterback. Quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, QB. What, what was the yardage again? Uh, 35,000. 35K. 60% completion percentage. Hold up. 35K, 60% completion. With a career record of 101 and 59. 101 and 59. So I know it ain't Eli Manning. <laughs> well, I wouldn't dare give you one as easy as Eli. Yeah, because you know you know how I feel about Eli. Yeah, yeah I know how you feel about Eli. I know exactly how you feel. Hey, about Eli. but Eli's career got more substance than Kevin than Kevin Durant's, and that's, that's a, damn a god, shame. And that, that's a goddamn shame. That is a damn shame, but that's a fact though. It is, and you know what's even more a shame? The fact that he was the highest-rated quarterback coming out of his draft class and was the third-worst quarterback, actually fourth-worst, because there was in many situations I would have took my boy from the um, Falcons before I did him. <laughs> all right, so, all right, what are we talking about? Was it right, Matt so, Flynn? 
Was that his name, Matt Flynn? I don't know. Corey, Corey I, think, I, think, I think it was Matt, Matt Flynn. Flynn. I think it was Matt Flynn. Yeah, because he played for the Falcons. It was right after Vic. Yeah, I think it was Matt Flynn. Matt Flynn. And then Flynn went to the um, – yeah, because Flynn left there, went to Seattle, and I thought he was going to be the starter in Seattle, but they drafted That's Russ and they started Russ. Seattle. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. all right, 101 and 59 record. What else? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. First team all pro one time. Mm-hmm. How many seasons did he play? Ten. Ten seasons. And I'm not sure if this stat helps you out or not, but he had 21 comeback victories, which means trailing in the fourth quarter, and had 28 game-winning drives. 28 comeback victories. 28 game-winning drives and 21 comeback victories. What was the touchdown, the interception um, stat again? It was 237 to 175. 237 to 175. Mm-hmm. Uh, 237 CDs. 175. INTs. Mm-hmm. Mm. I, know, I know who this is. Who is it? I have, I have an idea, too. But Who All you right. going to say, Corey? Go ahead. I was going to say Tony Romo. All right, Michael, you got I also was going to say Tony Romo. <laughs> Is that your final answer? Um, no, that's not my final answer. <laughs> that's, that's not that's not my final answer. Um, uh-huh. five times, ten, 10 seasons. Let me see. 2016 was that year. That was the same year Tony Romo got hurt. Uh, Tony Romo took over for the Panthers, I believe, in 2000 oh, and, in 2006. Five, oh, Nope, yeah. 2006. Two, uh, Vinny uh, Testaverde was Vinny in the game. It was, right. it was Vinny Testaverde was in the game and was horrible. Uh, we played hey, the Carolina like Panthers. Two year period. Y'all had Drew Bledsoe and played, Vinny Testaverde yeah, playing football for y'all. We played the Carolina Panthers. We played the Carolina Panthers 2006. Bill Parcells made the switch in the middle of the game, and Tony Romo start has started for the Cowboys from then until 2016. So ten years, five time Pro Bowler, 35K yards. All of that sound like Romo. 60% completion percentage. All of that sound like Romo. One time all pro. That sound like Romo. The the INT, the TD to INT ratio sound like Romo. The only thing that's, that's getting me is that fucking record because I feel like Tony Romo lost more games than that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. 101 and 59. I feel like mm. Romo. Keep in mind, picked. Romo didn't have a lot of 10 win lost seasons. No, no, he didn't have a lot. Actually, of I don't think he had any. He ain't have a lot of 10-win loss seasons, but Romo damn sure had a bunch of 8-8s. Eight he had three of them in a mm. row with Jason Garrett. That's because Jason Garrett was mediocre. Hey, please, please stop. Let's please. please. <laughs> I'm, just saying, please. I'm just saying. Jason Garrett was mediocre as shit, all right? But, but you said 20, 21 comeback wins. Romo could come back. He could come back his ass off. Um, mm, yeah. The twenty-eight game-winning drives, a hey, Romo threw picks at the end of games, dog. Uh, that's the that's the shit that's getting me. Yeah, uh, keep in mind that's what you remember, because those stick out more. Hey, I remember we played the Pittsburgh Steelers, and we was on the day we was on our own ten-yard line. At first and ten, Romo dropped back. He did a three-step drop, rolled out to the right, threw a pick directly at Troy Palomalu. Ain't arch it. Now, ain't, I'll be ain't honest nothing. with you, that pass was an incorrect route. Ran by Witten. Witten was supposed to run 
please, post let, please let's not relive post. this. I don't want to relive this. I'm just saying. I'm just telling you what the play call was. I am going to say, all right, for my extra points, I'm like eight and zero in this game so far. I, I don't care if I lose one. For my, for, I'm going to lock in my Tony Romo answer. I think it's Tony Romo. All right, Corey, are you locking in Tony Romo as well? So is the extra, so so what are so what are the extra points by the way? What? Um, well, if you say he's a Hall of Famer or not, that's the base. All right. Extra points if you get the player correct. Okay. Um, like I said, I, my gut said Tony Romo, so I'm a stick. I'm gonna stick with Tony Romo. Okay. And, and and the reason and the reason why I'm not answering the is he a Hall of Famer question yet is because I need to know who the person is first because as <laughs> because I remember when we did Michael Vick and you thought I wasn't going to guess it mm-hmm. I remember I told you Mike Vick don't have Hall of Fame statistics but his impact, impact. on the game his impact on the game makes him a Hall of Famer in my opinion mm-hmm. so I need to know who we talking about before I say whether he a Hall of Famer or not so I'm so I'm locking in Tony Romo. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to get up from my computer, and I'm going to walk around and talk about this guy. So this particular quarterback. God uh, damn. It's Tony Romo. <laughs> now, listen. No, listen. 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 <laughs> Cowboy fans should know him very well. For he is responsible. I should be Quincy Carter. For a couple of your championships oh, in the 90s. Oh, it's Aikman. You would be incorrect on Troy Aikman. This guy is Jim Kelly. Oh, you're talking about the Bills quarterback. Wow. Hold up. Jim Kelly only made one first-team All-Pro? Yeah, keep in mind, this Jim is the Kelly same period Romo. of time. This Jim, was the Jim quarterback was golden Romo. age. That's true. Yeah, you Jim had uh, quarterback Elway, golden Elway, age. Talking yeah, Elway, Favre, Marino. Marino. That's true. Jim, Jim Kelly, Jim <laughs> Kelly was stacked. Tony Romo. Jim Kelly was Tony Romo. That's true. All right, so now that so now that we talk about good one. Yeah, that is a good one. So he so was that, born on um on uh, Valentine's Day in, in the forties. In the six in nineteen sixty. Be that. Mm-hmm. All right, Jim Kelly, is he a Hall of Famer? Um look, looking at his numbers, looking at his numbers, mm-hmm. he is not a Hall of Famer in my opinion. However, because he is the only aside from Bruce Smith, who really put Buffalo on the map, even though he lost in three Super Bowls in the 90s, um, because he, him and because he's one of two people to put Buffalo Four on the map, uh, I would say that Jim Kelly is a Hall of Famer um, strictly because of what he means to the Buffalo Bills. I would say I would say that you can't so so you can't tell the story of the NFL. I don't think without the Buffalo Bills. Four years, and right? And you can't not and look you can't past talk another about. back that they had too. They had a monster back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what was his name? Um, um, Thurman. um Thurman Thomas. Thurman, yeah. Thurman Thomas Man. was a monster. Keep yeah. in mind, Thurman Thomas was the reason why Barry Sanders didn't get all of the carries at Oklahoma State. But but look but look um I think. So to answer the question, I think that he is a Hall of Famer, but not because of his statistics. I think his statistics combined with the impact that he had on the Buffalo Bills, that together makes him a Hall of Famer. See, and it was for that same reason same that as, you same had as Vic. Pitt Vic. Yeah, that's yeah. why I was like, okay, if he doesn't say he puts Vic in, 
and doesn't put in Jim Kelly, it flies right in the face of your argument. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Nah. Impact alone gets nah, in there. Yeah, his, his impact because the AFC right. was not an easy one to get through yeah. at yeah. the time either. Now, we al- weren't winning the Super Bowl, but it's it, al- we were, the AFC was hella competitive. It's almost like if Josh Allen continues at his trajectory but never wins the Super Bowl, I think Josh Allen still should go in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, Josh Allen, we, we, me and you are really, really high on Josh Allen. Oh, I think Josh Allen, best quarterback, Very high. best quarterback in the NFL, hands down. I mean, and this is this season is going to prove a lot for him. But as yeah. far as kind of getting back to, of course, since this is your first one, how'd you feel about it? Hold on, wait, wait. Corey was... got an, he got to answer whether he think a Hall of Famer or not. I'm oh, curious. Yeah, that part. So the thing is, like when when Killa first said Jim Kelly. It's kind of like what y'all said with Impact. Obviously, I think of when I think of Jim Kelly, I think of Marino, I think of Elway, like those AFC quarterbacks from the early '90s, right? Late '80s, early '90s. Mm-hmm. And it's like I can't separate Jim Kelly from those guys who are also clear Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. So, like you said, Impact. I would have to say yes, Jim Kelly is a Hall of Famer. Only because of impact? Impact and just because, like, I feel like even though he didn't win, like, Marino didn't win, but I feel like him, like I said, him, Marino, Elway, like, they were, like, the faces of the AFC back then. Like, and I, like I said, I can't, I, I can't separate him from those guys. So, yeah, Jim Kelly's a Hall of Famer. Okay. Corey, did you write those numbers down that Killer, uh, that Killer had? I didn't write them down, though. Okay. So... Let me. So I have. A, I have. We're gonna do another. Is he a Hall of Famer? I got one. All right. Oh, this is this is gonna be good. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Okay. So, um, he's been an All Pro once, mm-hmm. just like just like Jim Kelly. Mm-hmm. Um, been a, was in the league for a total of. 13 seasons. All right. Um, so three more than Jim Kelly. Um, has a record of 78-49 and zero, no ties. Complete uh completion percentage, 65%, so higher than Jim Kelly. 34K yards. So 1,000 uh, shorter than Jim Kelly. 1,000 fewer, I mean, I said shorter. <laughs> um, four-time Pro Bowler, so one so one shorter than Jim Kelly. Um, Jim Kelly threw for 235 touchdowns. This guy threw for 248 touchdowns. Jim Kelly threw for 175 INTs. This guy threw for 117 INTs. So a better TD to INT ratio than Jim Kelly. So more games. So he has, so he played more seasons. Same amount of All Pros. Worse record. Higher completion completion percentage. The passing yards are pretty much a wash. The pro the pro bowler numbers are pretty much a wash. The TD to INT ratio is better than Jim Kelly. Is that guy a Hall of Famer? Mm. 
the numbers are very similar. How many times did he lead the league in passing? I don't fucking know. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, I I will tell you that. Um, let me see. His best in, in his best year, or I'll tell you the most he's ever thrown in a season is forty nine hundred yards. Oh, Corey, you also the rule is you also can't you also can't Google the guy. You can't Google the stats. I'm not I'm not Googling. Okay. Just making sure. Just making sure. Because mm-hmm. Kill ain't say that. Mm-hmm. Killer, what are we talking about, Killer? Killer look like he over there studying. Is he frozen? I don't know. He might be frozen. I don't know. Corey, who you think? Man. Gosh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Killer was frozen. Okay. Um... I want to say yes, he is a Hall of Famer. You want to say this guy's a Hall of Famer? I want to say that. Okay. Why why would you say that? It's not my final answer. I'm just thinking it through. Because I'm looking at the stats. And in many ways, they're very comparable. But in some instances, they're better than Jim Kelly. But also... I have some connection issues, but I'm back. Yeah, kill it. So, So... The numbers that I read, you caught all of them? Yeah, I caught all the numbers. Like legit right. after you so, got after you read off the accomplishments. So, so is is he a Hall of Famer? Is he a Hall of Famer to you? To me. The numbers are this, almost this, identical. You see, this is where it gets weird, is that not knowing the impact of the player is hard to answer it. But I think I know this based off a conversation that we had. Who it is? I, I I don't need the I don't need the who I don't need the who I I by the numbers by the numbers. If is based on off of the numbers, then I'm gonna go with yes. Based on off of the numbers, you're gonna go with yes. He's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, based off the numbers, I'm gonna have to go yes. Corey, what you think? Based off based off the numbers. Yeah, based off numbers, I, I was saying in, in many ways. The numbers say he was a little better, maybe, than Jim Kelly. So I was leaning towards yes. But I'm trying to think like that. What era did this guy like? Like, you know. Hmm. Put it like this: If I can guess who it is, then he'll mm-hmm. know the era. No, I, I want I want both of y'all to answer. I want both of y'all to answer the question first. Right, you got my answer locked in. Gosh. 
I'm going to say yeah. Based on the numbers, I say yeah, this is Hall of Fame. Killer, I know you know who this person is. Corey, I know you know who this person is, too. Both of y'all have just said that Tony Romo is a Hall of Famer. Both I, of y'all see, I just thought, said it. See, I, I was about to both, say that. I bet this is Tony Romo. Both, both of y'all just said that Tony Romo is a Hall of Famer, and I, I wholeheartedly. I disagree with y'all wholeheartedly. But also, I've got to think about errors also. Tony Romo played in a more pass-happy era than Jim Kelly, which I think in return makes Jim Kelly's numbers more impressive to me Tony, now. Tony Romo only had Tony Romo only had um 10 only not 10, only had 7 seasons where he played over 10 games. Mm-hmm. Only had 7 seasons where he played over 10 games. He's a four-time Pro Bowler. Uh, he was All-Pro one time. Um, the record I thought was going to give it away: seventy-eight and forty-nine. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, see, um, I missed the record. I missed the, the record, but the numbers the, I was like don't sound too similar because I did research. What is what is surprising to me is two hundred forty-eight TDs to one hundred seventeen INTs. Yeah, for sure. Because I, I, I could have. I could have sworn Romo through at least 150 of them things. It looks that way when the media focuses on one pass that he makes in the game. He could have four TDs. The one pick, they'll focus on that one pick, and it's because of when it happened. It's not like he threw a ton of them. Mm-hmm. It's just when they happened. When they happened, yeah. So, okay, so since both of y'all put Tony Romo in the Hall of Fame, y'all just put Tony Romo in the Hall of Fame. Since both of y'all did that, would you take Tony Romo or Eli Manning? Tony Romo. Tony Romo. Over Eli Manning. Yes. Eli Manning got two rings. Do yeah. not give a care. I'll take Romo. Okay, I'm glad we agree on that. I'll take Romo. No, you know who else has a ring? Trent Dilfer. I don't care. You comparing Eli to Trent Dilfer? I'm just saying a bad quarterback can win a ring too. Are you calling Eli a bad quarterback? Brad Johnson has a ring. So you're calling Eli so you're calling Eli Brad Johnson. I'm calling Eli Manning a bad quarterback, yes. I think he's propped up by playing in the biggest media market and coming from the Manning family. That's just my opinion. I think he's I propped think, up because because he got two wins over Tom Brady in games yeah, that th- the defense should have got more credit for. I think he's one of the worst quarterbacks that the media has ever called great. I think he's the worst quarterback that the media has ever called great. I, I will tell you this. Per, I would take Rich Gannon before I take Eli Manning. Oh, we're in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Like, Rich the Cannon Gannon? Heck yeah. Like it's the <laughs> come on, y'all know I'm an AFC guy, and I hate the Raiders. <laughs> no, I hate the Raiders, but I will go on the limb and say Rich Gannon, <laughs> bro, had a monster on. All right, he was the AFC's Brett Favre. Hey, look to me, and this is this is going this is very disrespectful to Eli, and I don't mean to disrespect anybody, but I can't help saying this. Eli Manning is like Gus Farratt. Anybody who remember Gus Farratt when he played for Washington, he like Gus Farratt to be. <laughs> I did not. Gus Farratt, man. I did not think we would have a Gus Farratt reference. Gus, Gus Farratt, this <laughs> Gus You know Farratt. what? Eli Manning is the equivalent. Don't you say it. Don't to you our don't, other friend. Don't you say it. Don't you say it, killer. Right, we gotta we gotta we gotta end the show. We gotta we gotta end the Draymond show. 
Draymond Green. <laughs> oh, I was going to go on. All right. Wait, wait. Another no. friend of the T- show, Mr. Out. Draymond Green. Time out. I'm taking Draymond Green. I'm taking Draymond Green career before I take Eli Manning career. I'm sorry. I am. I am. Draymond Green's career has more substance than Kevin Durant's. And that's sad. That's a damn shame, but it's yeah, so no. true. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, I mean, wilding, bro. we need to change that to if you put Eli Manning in the Hall of Fame. That's what we need to change. That's what we need to change. Matter of fact, matter of fact, we can do it for each sport. You got one for <laughs> basketball and one for football. Look, perfect. All right, look. So next show we got is in a couple of days. About to talk all these video games and shit, right? So, yeah, we've been on this joint for two hours. Hey, these last two shows been crazy, but they've been but they've been good as fuck though. They've been they've been really mm-hmm. good. They've been good I'm as fuck. Not fun. Yeah, yeah, man. All right, so last words, y'all two. Which I, y'all got any last words before we before we check out? Don't eat yellow snow. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Just everybody be safe out there, man. Just be safe. Um, I got a couple. I got a couple of last words. Right. First of all, Brittany Griner been in jail too damn long. Um, second of all, Deshaun Watson need to be suspended at least for a year and a half. Uh, third, Serena Williams is top five greatest of all time athlete period regardless of sport regardless of gender serena williams is top five congratulations to her retiring um and the fourth thing i got is uh paulo bancaro don't want no part of dejounte murray dejounte murray will eat him alive so uh he need to he need to uh follow Slow suit down. and know his know his role um and shut yeah. his mouth. Yeah. Hey, speaking of which, you you know, you, did you see the news about the Rock today, Corey? Uh, yes. Uh, I saw. uh, which one? Which what? Uh, he is apparently producing a docu series called um Tales, oh, yeah, Tales from, from the, the territories. territories. Yeah, yeah. That is yeah. I saw that and I saw the trailer for it. That I. And it's from the producers who did Dark Side of the Ring, which is very good. Um, I think it's going to be. I'm 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 curious to see how it's going to be structured and produced because it looks like I don't know because it looks like they have like a round table of, of guys who wrestled in um, said territory. I don't know if they're going to like splice it in between or do after or whatever. So I'm in, I'm curious to see how it's all going to be produced. But uh, I think it'll be, be same. Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be very um, informational in a. Good watch, especially like, especially like if you're someone who just who, if all you know is WWE or WCW, this will be a great educational session the, like, of the regions, the different regions of right. wrestling, yeah. and that there was actual wrestling before everything that before just mainstream, that. yeah. NWA right. as a brand was ridiculously talented. Yeah, yeah, man, and it looked like based on the trail, it looked like they were going to focus on Memphis, Mid South. Maybe Texas. Huh? What about Northwestern Alliance, NWA? Mid-Atlantic. Mid-Atlantic? Potentially. I, I have to go. I should. Let me just say this real quick. But uh, yeah, those ones. Maybe. Oh, probably Calgary. Um, Stampede, like the Hart oh, family. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, that's yeah. a given. Um, yeah. Like, so a lot of good stuff. A lot, a lot of good. So I'm very interested. I'm very interested. Um, see how that's going to turn out. Oh yeah, another last word that I got is, um, 
I'm waiting on somebody to knock Jake Paul out. So please, somebody. I'll do it. Somebody knock his ass out. Like I'll I keep saying him, but I'll do it. Yeah. I won't hesitate at all. I'll knock him right out. Yeah. No hesitation. He's in my right. weight class too, because he's out he wanted to bulk up. So I can <laughs> lay his ass down, no problem. <laughs> all right, yo. So we good? Good. Yep. Are we good? All right. And we out. We'll see y'all in a couple of days. Thank you.